You're listening to DraftKings Network. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans Podcast. In the first segment today, we're talking a little bit about VAR. Does it help? Does it hurt? So far, if you're caca, you're not happy. In the second segment, we're talking to Ben Sweat of NYCFC, the defender who scored against the Red Bulls. He's very, very excited about it. Also, he's from Clearwater, Florida, and he's pretty, pretty chill and awesome. I mean, we have a really funny interview with him. Uh, in the third segment, our final segment, we talk about Rafa getting fingered. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We talk about it. We talk about MLS matches. We talk about uh, Open Cup. And we talk about the Red Clay Comedy Festival in Atlanta. We are coming to Atlanta, and we're going to have an amazing time, and we need your help making it an even bigger and more amazing time. That's right. That and more on this episode of The Cooligans! Hello, here's Julian Gressel. Um, Spiele von by Atlanta United, and uh, you heard The Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Hola. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hola. Yeah, for all of our <laughs> Spanish-speaking listeners, ¿cómo están? Uh, tranquilo, dímelo, hermano. <laughs> this is Dominican version of the Cooligans. <laughs> que lo que. The Cooligans. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, let's stop that immediately. Yeah, people. that's it. Done. Yeah. People are like, oh, no, turn, tune it out. Jay Bradle's like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the Cooligans, everybody. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. And my name is Alexis Guerrero. And uh, yeah, we're we're excited about the show, but we should at least address like what's, uh, that our country's falling apart. I mean, yeah, do we have to? I mean, look, people, every, <laughs> just, every other podcast or anything else you listen to is talking about it. Uh, we clearly, uh, you know, we despise uh, hate. Uh, and and we, you ha- you hate hate. Oh my god, I hate hate. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I hate it so much that I hate it even more. Uh, does that make any sense? I'm not sure. Uh, but clearly, you know, white supremacy, all that shit's got to be done, done, clear it. I don't care. Okay. How you're just like just like all control. Do we tie them up to like a machine, <laughs> or do we like get rid of them all? How about this? Like, get a big old boat, right? No oars, push them out into the ocean. There you go. You wanted to all be all white. Look at that. Look at that. You did yeah. it. Now you're in the go to you go to Atlantis. Yeah, and it'd be all white for you. And uh, um, let it be known that you and I are uh, willing to say those things. The president may not be, but we are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. Even if you love the president, you should ask him because uh, clearly that is not what where this country. If you love this president, that's fine. Look, I, we disagree with you, but whatever. You be who you are. I don't care. I mean, you're allowed to love. I mean, just like gay people, you're allowed to love wherever you are. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. And just like your parents, we're very confused by it, (laughs) uh, by your love of Trump. But whatever you you that's not why you put on this podcast. But we want you to know that um, shit like that should not be happening. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's it's and as a society, we should stand against it because I remember when I was a kid, I'm like, how the fuck? Did a bunch of people just let, you know, like ethnic cleansing happen? You know what I mean? How did the people just sit idly by? I feel like we're watching that as it's happening. Sure, so. by like, by, yeah, but kind of like not doing anything or saying anything. Yeah. Uh, but clearly people are standing up to it. So, good. yeah. And uh, yeah, people have literally lost their lives in you know uh, in, yeah. in in that in that uh, effort uh, to just, just spread either peace or love or whatever. Uh, but yeah, this I mean, we, we just have to like just just so people listening know that we're just human beings, just like you are, and it's difficult to start doing comedy. Like it just even shows after uh, you know after Saturday and Sunday. Like we're just like yeah, it's on your mind. Look, and I was it, able to do it, but that's <laughs> that's because I can compartmentalize. It, but it's interesting, right? Because sometimes. Sometimes when you do comedy shows, I would say for me and my career of doing comedy, the the most difficult time to do stand up was uh, the day after election day. That was literally the hard. That's the the, the most difficult because that that felt 
to the audiences i've never seen like audiences be so sad in front of me yeah, yeah. And, and came to the show being like please cheer me up because yeah. i don't know how to do this even like uh during hurricane sandy people were like you know what fuck it we came out like yeah. clubs were having like candlelit shows with no mics and stuff people were like wanting to get out because that was even though that was people did lose lives and stuff during that that was like a tragedy it was like a national like a, a natural disaster kind yeah. of a thing right this is like uh just everyone feels dirty and shameful and and there's nothing about this that that is funny enough funny enough for us to bring up on a podcast but if if our stance shocks you we started this podcast speaking spanish <laughs> why does that surprise you okay yeah it's it's a uh all i'm saying i think if, if you know I, I i'm trying to uh, address it from this sense of like we're we're for we're the humans we're, we're humans but yeah. also we're also we're comedians and for the next you know right three hours that this podcast is I right say, exactly. are, yeah we're, we're gonna which, which is good because that's only for the first half <laughs> so we're just gonna be making a lot of jokes and uh but you know i think it, it's helpful to know what our mindset is yeah, for sure uh because people should you know, know I, where we stand yeah and i i personally have been affected and on an emotional level just sort of seeing this stuff and i'm not necessarily like uh, uh afraid because I, I i i think the the country in itself will always persevere from just right. such kind you know such negativity uh but when it comes to wanting to be funny it does it does affect that you know even though yeah. I, can, I can i can push through it uh and, you know I, te- I, I tend to disagree a little bit and, and this could just be me but i tend to think of it like all right if somebody came out to a comedy show they want to separate yes. themselves from this so let me give them that yeah and yeah there's times where I, people I, like will come up to me and be like oh why didn't you talk about this that's been happening and is big news and i'm like because every other comic did you know what i mean let me yeah my wife's a nurse let's talk about that you know what i mean like you know uh you know i'm fat let's talk about that i don't i don't need to be the one that's i also i'm afraid you are fat let it let us talk oh my about God. it it's about time in fact <laughs> i'm willing to put it on the line okay you people know who i am okay you people know a lot about me if the alt-right were to go away today i would only forever from now on only eat pineapple on pizza I mean, <laughs> wow, right? Well, yeah, I mean, really, a stance like really, this has never been taken. Really, put yourself out there. I mean, I mean, <laughs> how about this? I will only the only pizza I will ever eat is deep dish with pineapple on it. How about that? Yeah, forever. I, I think the 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 A in ACLU stands for Alexis Guerrero. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a brave man! Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you have to put yourself <laughs> on the line and it's let it be known that I'm brave and I did it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a white supremacist, shut, shut this off. Yeah, Just, that's it. This is this is the point where white supremacists uh, should 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 cut, cut the podcast off because there's not going to this. This is not for you. Right. We already got the download anyway. Right. So if you're still listening <laughs> you're, at this point, we're good. Go ahead. Shut it off. <laughs> the same for you. And none of the next episodes will be. OK, <laughs> so that's it. I mean, we we finally have. Uh, have officially banned our first uh, type of, of audience. Right, you know, our first category. Our first category. I mean, this is, uh, uh, you know, uh, look, we didn't want to do it, but we have, we got to do it. I mean, sometimes you just got to draw the line. <laughs> yeah. um, so in the world of soccer, w- way more pleasant things happened. Right. Uh, like, uh, you know, uh, unnecessary. The, unnecessary. The cutest red card of all time. <laughs> We're excited about today's show because we have Ben Sweat from NYCFC. Oh, it's going to be great. So that's that's coming up in the in the next segment, and uh, that's going to be great. Ben Sweat. He's the he's a defender. He he. he he plays what? Uh, he's mostly left back, right? He's mostly, but the dude's got you know he's got he's got moves up top. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he's he's very comfortable getting in the midfield. He had he had a, a the last like two games. He had a couple like open 
chances, like real, real good chances at net. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's running up. He's, he's yeah. hanging up there. He's like, hey, Jack. He scared. He's like, Jack, yeah, move back there. I'm going to, yeah. I'll, I'll handle. Hey, what's- Jack, why don't you track back a little bit? <laughs> hey, Villa, what's happening in that center, in the center of the pitch? I got this right here. I got a little, I got a little something to do over yeah. there. <laughs> uh, but, Let me in, coach. <laughs> but that's great. So, uh, but a, a bunch of other stuff uh, happened in MLS, happened in, in world soccer. Obviously, the Premier League began, and that's. Uh, There's a lot. A lot uh, yeah, that, the, that, that in inferior league uh started you know just uh taking eyeballs away from uh major league soccer i mean not many but a few not many you know exactly everyone's watching like why are people watching this when there's mls right over here exactly you know? like, oh my he's like these guys are so overpaid and they yeah. barely do anything i know that's sad <laughs> i mean they, i mean okay it's very cute that they uh they make an attempt at it but I mean, uh i mean good try good i mean try. They, golf clap yeah I've, they've been around how many over 100 years and they've really this is all they've accomplished i mean i haven't heard tam once in any of those broadcasts. Yeah, it makes... Uh don't even, I really don't understand the yeah. lingo, the language over there. Of, of course not. <laughs> y- y'all buying with pounds? <laughs> Sorry, we weigh pounds, baby. We buy with gam and tam and am. Okay? Exactly. We got, we're, we're using Bitcoin on Come players on, over here. <laughs> we got garber bucks. <laughs> <laughs> we're just uh, this advanced currency. Uh, but uh, w- let, let's start with a uh, uh, video review, right? Because the, there was... So far working perfectly. Working perfect. We had week one was just like, this is the future of soccer this is how every problem solved <laughs> we are never gonna have one issue ever uh so yeah so it was uh we had a after the first week a, a couple goals uh uh called back because of either a foul or a handball we had the jazzy zardes handball to, to, to trap the ball before he hit it in sure um and, and so, that's what it's supposed to be for. And it was you know, perfect. We, the ref- we used it when necessary and found, uh, you know, incidents that could not be seen with the human eye, you know, and boom. Yeah. Right. We were able to call the game as needed. But this weekend, or this past weekend, uh, uh, New York Red Bulls, they played against Orlando City. Orlando came to Red Bull Arena uh, and the game was chippy game in general and we'll talk more about the game uh later on yeah but there was a, a very very controversial red card given to kaka uh one of the dumbest red cards <laughs> i've ever seen okay so but also let me say why the fuck did kaka do that <laughs> that makes no sense and this is it so there's a lot going on right there's a lot of plate spinning right because it one is the, the point of why would he do that right and then the other one is like well why is video review here to prevent that Right, but why? Yeah, because why, it, it why se- did it happen? It seems like also, an improper. Why did you make a call on that? You know, <laughs> okay. if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, so there was I, a bit of a there was a bit of a scuffle. Yeah, and this and this was started by uh, the the young boy, uh, the young man uh, Tyler Adams, who's like the like yeah. you know they speak, little, little baby Tyler, little Adams. baby Tyler Adams. He's like the future of the Rebels. Now he's been playing very very well. Uh, you know, he's he's starting games. I, I believe he's nineteen years old. Right. Uh, he's not the one. He's not the kid that came out. Like just fucking clapping back at the at the draft. No, no, no. Like such he hasn't, he hasn't played yet. I forgot his name, but yeah, I know yeah, he's yeah. talking. About, that wasn't him. Uh, Tyler Adams was the the first round pick. Yeah, uh, the earlier round. pick. Yeah. for the Red Bulls. But th- there was a. Uh, I, I don't know if it was a foul. Somebody lost the ball in Orlando. I forgot who. Tyler Adams was like defending someone, or or he had the ball. The ball uh, uh, went out, and there wasn't a foul called. The the Orlando player fell down. 
Tyler Adams starts clapping right in his face, like like the way like black women clap when they talk with, yeah. when they're angry about something. Puerto Rican teenagers, <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like clap per syllable. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So he was doing that, and he was kind of taunting the player. So somebody pushed him. There was a little bit of a scuffle. It's one of those where like the, the scuffle, like as a unit, starts to move around in yeah. circles. No one's really swinging at each other, but there's if you're do, I'm here, kind of a little a bit stance. of pushing. And, yeah. and at this point, you know, this is in uh, in around the ninetieth minute uh, uh uh orlando's losing by two goals uh yeah they're they're frustrated it was a, sure. a, a generally frustrating game for them chippy moments and they uh they yeah they get into a little a little scuffle aurelian colin uh uh it gets in like the in in that group to like help stop it and yeah push people away I, like, look, everybody relax aurelian he's been on the show he's a good dude right yeah. he's a yeah calm guy venezuelan brethren now exactly okay. the, the the french uh tinto pino tinto <laughs> <laughs> yeah, french wine french red wine <laughs> so he uh, goes up to, to kind of calm everybody down because he's also he's a veteran and he knows right. the players. He knows Kaká and, and Kaká is there as well. And 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 throughout the whole game, in the beginning of the game, they they shook hands, they hug, they former teammates, former, good friends good from friends. Every, from every, what everyone says. But they uh, Aurelian Colin, as he's trying to kind of split people up, he, and when he there's a moment he starts walking away and Kaká as a joke. From behind From behind Puts both of his hands On his face On his face From behind And not like He kind of like Rakes his face Yeah It wasn't gentle By any means But it also wasn't Violent No it was like Cute like Oh now we're fighting It's like Roughhousing Yeah and I will say that You know Aurelian Collin Didn't know who did it and when he turned around angry at first and then realized it was Kakan, it was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. We're joking. All right, cool. That's hilarious. And they kind of had a good time with it. And he walked away. But at first, he was like, oh, this is it. We're fighting. <laughs> yeah, and he turns around. It's like, oh, no, no, no. All right. It's a friend. Yeah. So that was it. And then I guess they did the VAR for what? To see if that original foul. To see if, if, because uh, there was pushing involved. So they gave yellows to like Tyler Adams, a couple other, they gave two yellows uh, to, to a Rebel player and, and our Orlando City player. Right. And but in in looking through the video review, they, they were, see that they Kaka see Kaka, you know, kind of do a, a you know, like that move isn't even allowed in UFC. You know no, that yeah. you can't rake at the eyes. You can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get why. <laughs> I, I get that he wanted to be playful and and he was just like, whatever, this game is over. I'm just joking around with my friend. But I, frankly, if if you did that to me. Yeah, that with that level of force, right? And I, it was, it's not like it, it's not gonna hurt. But right. if you even you did it to me, I'd be like, "Yo, Alexis, right? Ch- chill the fuck out. What, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can tell by Rowling Collins' initial response that that's why he was thinking. He was just like, "Yo, bro, what the fuck are you? Do- oh, Kaka." And it, and and that's the Kaka's con- a jokester. Well, I get it, it. but the context of like that it was Kaka is is why he was laughing about it. Right. Right. So, but it doesn't take away from the actual like, you know, mild offense of like kind of grabbing someone's head. He grabbed his head. He kind of pulled his neck back. It, it, it wasn't uh, uh, it was a little too rough. It wasn't like poking at the sides or whatever. But even if it's a little too rough, it's still, it, you know, he wasn't doing it to harm. You know, already Collins. So that that red card, a straight red is absolutely not necessary. I agree with that. It probably is not. Yeah, it's not necessary. If you gave him a yellow, you would be like, uh, okay, okay, the warning. Yes, yeah. you shouldn't have done that. Right. But, straight, but the rule is you cannot put your hands at anybody's face, like intentionally. I mean, that is the rule. Yeah, I get it. But, if, you know, 
I still, it was joking. I mean, everyone could see it. Aurelian Collin came over and was like, he did it in a weird way too. He had both of his arms behind his back. Yeah, like, like, he kept both of his arms. Like, like I'm he, not touching anybody. <laughs> no, like, he, I'm not he did it like he doesn't want to get a handball called on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was like, yeah, he was like building a wall for a free kick. He just put his hands back. But um, he comes over and he's like trying to explain to him, like, no, he's my friend. Yeah, he didn't harm me. Yeah, at first I didn't know who it was, and I was upset. But who cares? It's a friend. It was jo- he was joking around, and Kaká's doing it with a big smile on his face. He's laughing the whole time. Uh, they just having the best old time. Yeah, I mean, and then it's the almost re- as if the game wasn't even important. <laughs> it was just them two. Baby, and then, and then the, the the referee, like like you know, like a like a authoritarian teacher, right, came and just ruined the whole evening. Uh, <laughs> all the fun is out of what, it now. Why do you have to send him to his room? Yeah, <laughs> we were just playing. He didn't mean it, mom. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty stupid seeing the red card, but at the same time, I look back at it and I'm like, it didn't need to be done. It just didn't need to be done. Like it's like, Kaka, don't play like that. Yeah. That's like, that you play, you're playing, you play too much. That's like you know, you smack your friend in the nuts and then he starts crying. And everyone's like, oh, why'd you smack him in the nuts? No, no, why is he crying? We're joking around. <laughs> well, you smacked him in the nuts. Yeah, I know, but why is he crying? Though? Yeah, there's a cause and effect. And it was interesting seeing Aurelian Collin like come to Kaka's defense uh, and right. really just plead with the ref. And the ref was like, I don't want to hear it. He's he's doing the he's like everyone. Yeah, everyone's everyone's uh, punished. We are you know? turning this car around. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear one word out of you boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. Medinian uh, needs to call Aurelian Collins. Tell him how it's done. What to get a red card reversed? That's right. Yeah, and but you know what? If 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 there was no video review. And 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 a red card was issued, and Aurelian Collin makes this point. There's a good chance that Kaká doesn't get sent off. Uh, you think the video review? The video review was why he got sent off. He did, sure, yes. He, but you think that that made it like? I think. Do you think the the referee was afraid of like uh, of, Kaká? of getting in trouble? Yes, of Kaká <laughs> of getting in trouble if he didn't give him a red card because there's video proof of it. That, that, and he had yeah. the chance and he saw it. That's a possibility. Yeah. You saw a rule being broken. There, You cannot put your hand at, at anybody's face. Uh, and look, at the end of the day, the if, he's like, yeah, if he's like, look, take the red card. If I'm wrong, we'll know about it moving forward. But we'll hear about it from the disciplinary yeah. commission. Com, uh, so commission. so, so ah, I was. Look at us. What is it? What We're is not it? just two jokesters, baby. We're breaking <laughs> this thing down. We are dissecting what happened. Well, they, so uh, the rule I was reading about this, the rule for uh, to to appeal a red card, you have 24 hours to appeal, and Orlando decided to not appeal it because they, they did have one red card early in the season that they appealed uh, and they won. Uh, but they, there's a there's a certain um, uh, I forgot like not an allowance, but there's a a certain amount of money that you you're like. Uh, if you lose the appeal, you lose the money. It's like $25,000 or something like that. Like if you get fined $25,000, oh, really? if you appeal and lose, you get, uh, you lose $25,000. It's like playing Monopoly, man. <laughs> so Sometimes, I mean, there's just too many rules in this Yeah, league. so Orlando didn't want to risk it because they, they weren't sure if they could win this appeal. Uh, you have to it, tell a player, like, hey, we got to kick you off the team. We lost an appeal, so we lose an international slot. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, you dare take my gam from me? Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got no more gam. I mean, where, how am I supposed to, nobody gets to eat. All right. We're going to, we're all taking a bus. We're taking a bus to the next match because uh, I lost, I lost that while we, uh, you know, appealed. Jason Christ was very, very angry about the, the red card. And he did, uh, he did comment saying that um, Kaká has, as in his entire career, has only been issued 
uh, two red cards and they've only been in the MLS. <laughs> he's like, he's like, they, I don't know. You know, I, obviously it's a criticism of, of the refereeing of, of pro and, and right. all that stuff. Uh, but who said that? Jason Christ. Jeez. <laughs> but you can't deny. I don't know. I don't remember the first red card for Kaká, but the, the, I mean, you can't deny he did something stupid. And, and this is a, this is a new era in MLS. This is a new era in soccer for a lot of yeah. these guys. Now there, there's somebody, there's uh, an eye. Streets is watching. The streets is watching. At all times, your <laughs> big brother. You they're here. So you can't, you can't mess around like this, you know? Every, I told you in the future, every player is going to have a drone following them around. <laughs> and just drone, the game. Just drones, <laughs> drones crashing into each yeah. other. <laughs> like, we got to sort out yeah. this individual Visual drone so thing. no more long balls because we seem to be breaking all these drones. <laughs> yeah, it's similar to you know I love how uh, uh, like the Dallas Cowboys have this problem where they they put that giant that big ass TV, that b- yeah. big ass TV, and then they can't punt the damn ball yeah, yeah. because it hits the TV. It's like you didn't you didn't that didn't cross your mind to get this game right. like the ball is literally in the air, very very high. Also, up. maybe don't get the biggest television <laughs> in history. How about that, very uh, Texas? Yeah. So yeah, well I don't know what you guys think about the video review. Obviously. It, it being used in this way seems a little silly, but this I, seems like an overuse of it. Yes, uh, but at the same time, it's hard to argue uh, that it should that that you didn't need to give a. I mean, you may, didn't need, but it's hard to argue that a red card should not have been given at that moment. Yeah, I mean, Kaka, like you act right. Yeah. We, otherwise, we're going to send you to like some Brazilian boarding school. I know. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you got to adjust. And, and Orlando in general is uh, they're they, they. I mean, they're falling apart. I mean, what, what what a great start to the season! They were so strong defensively. The Jason Christen. The Jason Christen. Christ being Christ. Yeah, just Christ being Christ <laughs> being Christ, man. Uh, look, I you know I I think he was when he was announced for NYCFC, I was very excited because he was like sort of the the future model of what an American coach could be. Played attractive soccer and you know uh, wasn't defending first and had you know had you know wanted to pass a lot and you know all of that and then. Look, he didn't do well with NYCFC, and everyone said it was NYCFC's fault, not his, and he was hamstrung, right? And now that he's at Orlando City, seems to be the same thing happening again. Yeah, they, they, um, I was, uh, the more I learn about Jason Christ and, and his time at NYCFC, and you sort of realize, uh, th- how, how many things were f- f- sort of thrust upon him, Pirlo, right. Lamparty, like he, was, yeah, they, I admittedly did not want these guys. No, he wanted he wanted Xavi. He didn't want Pirlo. That's right. So there is a uh, uh, you so you feel a little bad for him. Uh, you know, as far as like trying to adjust to like a, a new, I mean, new teams. You know, year after year or whatever. Uh, but the issues with Orlando are 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 seem structural. They they seem like he's not changing sort of the landscape enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Went if, out and paid how much for Dom Dwyer? Yeah, well, and Dom Dwyer also was hurt. He had a. We found out he had a no surgery. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't. I you know. I didn't know he was a Jewish teenage girl yeah. <laughs> that was trying rhinoplasty <laughs> when you get to Orlando. <laughs> was that, was that a, a gift? Somebody <laughs> sent you to Doctor Miami. Would you hanging out with two chains? <laughs> 
but no, he he he, he got injured, yeah. uh, and uh, he needed surgery, and, and that was like a right. Everyone a big knows surprise. one of the most common injuries on a soccer field is a deviated septum. Everybody knows that. So <laughs> yeah, his it, voice is going to be very different now. And he's but, not going to have sleep apnea anymore. But he'll, he'll he'll adjust. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we we uh, should end this segment because we uh, we're we're going to be talking to Ben Sweat yeah. uh, in just a moment. So uh, there's a bunch of other stuff we 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 are going to talk about. Don't worry, we're going to cover the next seven hours once we get <laughs> once we're done with the interview. But we're gonna we're gonna break and we'll be right back with little Ben Sweat. Huh? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor. Yeah, all we want, to, all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the, oh, man. That's the big... Look, we're working... We work very hard on this podcast. We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys. And we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well. Yeah, I mean, right now, you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up. So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while you're listening to this podcast. Why don't you click on YouTube? the YouTube app. Why don't you put in soccer cooligans and just hit that subscribe button. And if you can hit that little bell, that notification lets you know every time we put up a video, we're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now that's called FIFA the News that we're playing FIFA and we're seeing, we're having that predict the biggest match. And we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video. And there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny. Exactly. So uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation. Little, yeah, that's little, it. Just a little bit. It's that that hard? <laughs> Come on. We're so just, we're just two, two little comedians. <laughs> yeah. Want a little like? Too poor. I would like some more, please. <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our YouTube. So yeah. if you can, hit the like button, comment on some of the videos if you can. At the very minimum, hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends. It would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, everybody, we're back. All right, we're back, and I'm I'm stoked about this. I'm pretty excited. Uh, stoked is probably a good a good term. Because uh, the person we're speaking to is kind of an outdoorsy guy, right? Okay. You know, fisherman and uh, whatnot. <laughs> but outdoors, the only outdoors we really ever see him do is uh, Beast in it on the left-hand side of okay. the back line I for NYCFC. You started talking about it like, I, I thought we were about to interview one of the Duck Dynasty guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, guys, you all know the Crocodile Hunter, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is his cousin. Uh, no, well, this guy, uh, you know, he plays for NYCFC, and, um, I, I, you know, I'd love to talk to him sort of. He's gotten a lot more playing time lately. Um, we've seen him a lot more, and it's something that uh, he, 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 you know, sort of encourages a lot of excitement from the fans. Yeah. Uh, so it's something I'm really excited about. So unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only. Ben Sweat, everybody. Hey, Ben. What's up, dude? Hey, how you guys doing? Not bad. Or Sweatinho. That was the nickname we made for him. That's right. It was Sweatinho, yeah. Has it has it caught on yet? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's caught yet. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're not, that's our fault. We're that's not, on us. Yeah, we're not working hard enough to get that name out there. <laughs> so how's it feel playing for New York? I mean, you the last the last club you played for was um Tampa Bay Rowdies, correct? Yes, correct. So um, how's, how's it feel being in New York? I, I mean, I love it. Honestly, I think out of uh, out of all places to be, I think the the best place to be is either New York City or you know, um, you know, a city like L.A. Or, or California. For me, honestly, something where I could be by the beach or be in a big city. Um, so it's it's been uh, it's been an awesome change moving up here from Florida. You know, getting adapted to everything and uh, you know the city life, but I love it. And we know that you uh, you were a trialist with NYCFC uh, in the preseason. Right. What was that experience like? What did you did you have any hinting? Like, did you as soon as you got there, was was Vieira like, "Yo, I'm I'm feeling this sweat, dude." You no, know? actually, I think I saw a video where you said that it was when you were at Emelec at the Emelec match, right? 
Yeah, Amalek. That's when you found out that you were on the team. No, that was uh, Sturts. Oh. Sturtz, yeah, Sturts are signed after that game, actually, like that night. Oh, um, I see. And I had gotten, like, injured within, like, 25 minutes of playing in the second half. So I was all worried and everything. But, you know, I came in not knowing what to expect. You know, I knew they needed um, some depth and uh, in certain areas on the left side and, and, and in the defense. So I came in and, uh, you know, I expected to to be a loner most of the time, you know, until I got adapted to everyone. And uh, sure enough, everyone made me feel comfortable right away, man. And I worked hard and, you know, I showed these guys I wanted to be here and showed them, you know, I could play at this level. And it, it really worked out the, in all the right areas. Yeah, and unfortunately, I mean, you know, nobody ever wants to hear about an injury, but it's given you an opportunity to get a lot more playing time um, on the left-hand side. And, you know, with some of the shifting in the formations, some of the way Vieira plays, we've also seen you range forward a little bit. Talk a little bit about that. You know, have you ever played forward in, in your past? Um, I mean, back in high school, I actually used to play forward uh, and scored quite a bit of goals. Uh, you know, I played left mid, left winger in a 4-3-3 system. Back in like club days, um, I really didn't start to play left back, left back till probably like my last year at club. So when I was like 18, 19 years old. Um, and then when I got, when I signed with University of South Florida, that's where I picked up left back. And, you know, the same, same kind of system there, you know, as an attacking role. So I've always been uh, an attacking left back, you know, but I, I can do both sides of the ball. I can defend as well. Um, yeah, and you so, and, and you've been getting. Uh, I mean, your your goal against uh, against the Red Bulls was uh, huge. Was obviously. Uh, I mean, people were. In, how how did it feel, especially uh, coming to this team and already seeing this rivalry and and getting to score against uh, NYCFC's biggest rival? Oh, uh, it was huge, man! I mean, those games, those derby matches, it's nothing but passion. You know, and I think everyone everyone understands that and plays with that. To score against them at their field, you know, in front of you know a bunch of traveling fans um, with a lot of people watching on television was awesome. I got a, I got a lot of love after that goal, and I'm still, you know, it's still, <laughs> it's still pretty awesome. To yeah, think it's about. legendary. Yeah, I mean that was huge, and you could see yeah. it. You could see the 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 energy pouring out, like the emotion pouring out of you after you score. But, you know, for those of us that are fans, obviously, those those matches and as universal as we try to be, we don't hide the fact that we're NYCFC fans. Um, so those derbies, they're really important. You know what I mean? When you're watching them as fans, yeah, do course. they feel different for you guys? I uh, know. I mean, they're dude, they're crazy, you know, and, and we we prepare all week for them. And, you know, we're already thinking about the obviously we're looking forward to this weekend against the Revs. But, in, you know, in the back of our minds, we know we have another derby match you know, to get ready for in a couple of weeks. Um, and the fact that we've beaten Red Bulls, you know, two games in a row, you know, we're, we're hopefully, you know, looking to make it three, you know, at their field. So it's, it's a lot of passion, a lot of, uh, a lot of energy is going to build up after this weekend's match. And, uh, you know, we'll all be ready, ready to rock and roll against the Red Bull again. Talk, talk about the, the, the second game against the Red Bulls this season, which, uh, Via got Via got the hat trick. Uh, I was I was there. I mean, there were people uh, after the match that I had to console because they were crying <laughs> from how emotional they were. What what is it when Via is like like NBA Jam on fire like <laughs> right, that? Yeah. What what do you how, how do you feel witnessing something like that? You know, just to play with them is one thing, but to witness 
you know, his, his professionalism and how he is as a person is, it's unbelievable. You know, he's such a top class player still, and everyone talks about age, but honestly, for me, age is just a number. If you can still run and, and produce like he does, then, you know, there shouldn't be an excuse for players younger than him. But, um, I mean, he's, you know, he's outrunning 20 year old defense, like yeah. center backs, teenagers. <laughs> he's, he's, he's defending. I mean, he's, that's the kind of captain a team needs, you know, someone, to look up to, you know, you're going to see him offense. You're going to see his offense, but you, he slide tackles, he defends, he tracks back. You know, he, he does everything a captain uh, should do for a team that wants to be as successful as us. I, I've, I've always said he's a five foot seven giant. Out yeah, there. he yeah, really he is. is. He is. <laughs> there's yeah. also, there's something that um, Sean Johnson gave advice to a player who scored his first goal at the last match. Um, he said, go out there and empty your tank. And I'd never heard that. I mean, I've heard that term used, but I never thought of that as something you say to somebody before they go out and play. But I think Villa, no one needs to say that to Villa. He literally goes out <laughs> oh, and yeah, he, he comes back. And, yeah, every time. I mean, it's <laughs> it's game. impressive because I'm looking at that and going, I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> as soon as yeah, I got that's... a paper cut, I'd be like, all right, I'll see you guys in three weeks. <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean? I'm not... I mean, that's just, that's the difference between a, a good player and a great player. And, you know, he's a great player and he, he's still a great player. And, until he wants to stop playing, I think he'll be a great player. I honestly thought you were going to say that's the difference between a professional and you. I'm talking about <laughs> I honestly thought you were going to say that. I'm like, you know what? I got to respect him for it. Speaking of his first goal, how did that feel for the team to see someone like Jonathan Lewis score uh, a screamer of a goal, but just to open up his account uh, for, for the team? No, it's, it was good, and it was good for him. You know, he's been working hard, um, doing all the right things, and you know, he's been getting opportunities here and there, and you know, he started the game, you know, ready to rock and roll. And, you know, he had, he had a good solid game and finally, uh, you know, something went his way towards goal. You know, he's had a couple of chances, a couple of half chances prior to this game. And, you know, to put a screamer in like that, um, and give us, give us a lead was, it was awesome. And we were all super happy and super excited for him. Yeah. But, but it looks like Villa didn't want him to get too much shine. Cause he was like, you know what? I'll do one better because, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what you got yeah. here? You got that tool? Oh, drill drill? So do I. <laughs> then he comes in with a left foot. And right. You know, corner, it, is, you know? it is kind of wild. And, and maybe, uh, I'm looking too much into this, but I feel like from time to time, a lot of the goals that, that the other players score, uh, outside of, outside of, uh, you know, David Villa are very sim are Villa esque, you know, it's clearly yeah. people are watching them on the training ground. Yeah, everyone's it, watching via game tape. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, Jack had that goal against Montreal last year. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like that great curler. You see Jonathan Lewis do this. Uh, yeah. it, it, I mean, they're clearly picking up uh, a couple things from, from El Guaje. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he scores goals like that in training and, you know, everyone's, you know, trying to score that, that beautiful goal in training session. And, you know, the fact that we have a lot of talented players that can do that in trainings and can also do that in games, you know, just makes it even more exciting. I, think, you, I, I was going to say, it seems like uh, NYCFC players are, are like playing horse with David Villa. Right. To like, <laughs> Anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned, you know, starting out as a trialist and you mentioned, uh, you know, Jonathan Lewis, you know, sort of doing all the right things. How hard is that? Because you, you might have had those moments where you're in training, you're staying after, you're showing everyone you're working hard, you're doing all the right things, you're showing up every day and playing really well in training and maybe not getting the start just yet. Uh, what, what, or not even minutes. What is that? What, what is your mentality? at that moment what do you have to tell yourself to keep going oh man dude it, it's so hard especially for young guys and you know i've experienced firsthand in my first year being drafted to columbus you know going there working hard training hard you know not getting 
not getting any shows, not getting any playing time, not getting anything. Um, you know, and a lot of players give up, honestly, after that. They don't, they start to not love the game and they lose their passion and it just turns into a job. So, you know, you really have to be patient. And, um, you know, if this is really what you want to do, you, you got to be patient and you got to know your time's going to come. And once you get that chance and opportunity, you know, you really got to seize the moment. And, you know, Jonathan Lewis is, is the perfect example where he's been patient, working really hard. And, you know, look, he came in, had a great game, had a great goal. And now that like uh, th- that you're having some uh, success at NYCFC at an MLS club, when you when you, uh, you know, play Columbus, is that is there a, uh, a, a little party that's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to show you what you missed out on. You know, it's like seeing seeing an ex-girlfriend. You're like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to wear my best <laughs> yeah. shoes. She's on Instagram with abs. <laughs> you're like, OK, yeah, right. OK, right, right. Um, no, for sure, man. And that, that first game we played against them, the, you know, it was in the back of my head. And obviously I have. You know, you don't you don't ever have any bad blood. You don't ever want to have any bad blood. And, you know, I got the utmost respect for that staff and those players there that I still know, um, you know, but in the back of my head, I, I knew it was it was bittersweet to go in there and, you know, to, to not only win the game, but to get a, you know, the tying assist, you know, it was yeah yeah (laughs) it gave me a big boost it definitely gave me a big boost (laughs) when i was growing up i remember i got a chance to uh, meet um an offensive lineman with the uh, new york giants and one of the things that impressed me that just shocked me because you don't ever really hear about these things for professional teams that they have like little bets and like little season long uh things and one of them was like whoever of them gets the most catches and you're like well you're an offensive lineman you don't get catches but sort of like (laughs) those moments where they have like the play breaks down and who could get these like stats that don't um always count for them as a defender even though you played forward you know assist it's not something that's very common do you does the back line have like anything like that where they're monitoring if any of them gets goals or assists no, not not really, actually. And to be fair, I think every, actually most, I think every defender has scored this year. There you go. Wait, I really think so. I think I have. Did Ethan White score? Chino has. Ethan? I think Ethan had a goal earlier in the year. Oh, I got to look this up. I don't know if he did. Highest scoring backline in the don't, MLS? Is that what quote, you're saying? You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Ben Sweat says all the defenders are going to score against your favorite club. So, all right, Ben. All right, Ben. Giving us I headlines think, here. Yeah, I honestly think all the defenders have scored, though. I mean, Fred in the Chicago game, Maxime yeah. Cheneau and Callens had headers in both games, yeah. And in that, in that one game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fred, I had to think about that. It's Frederick. I was like, Frederick. Fred, this guy named Fred back there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Frederick yeah, Briand or Fred. Fred sounds like an accountant. <laughs> Frederick yeah. Briand. Fred, Fred's a little easier to say. Yeah, it's, that's a good point. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's speaking of uh, the, the, the NYCFC defense uh, this year has been just a huge improvement over, over last uh, season. The Let's talk about that game uh, against Los Angeles because Sean Johnson was insane. Uh, I, w- I w- just watching the highlights over and over. We- we're just like, uh, I mean, there must be a sense of pride when your goalkeeper is just standing on his head and just playing so, so well. But, w- I, you know, w- what's the uh, the feeling, especially after getting a clean sheet like that? Um, it was huge to go there and win 2-0 and keep him clean sheet, um, especially under the pressure. We we were, as a team, defensively, you know, Sean uh, definitely saved our butt a few times with some huge saves, and he kept us in the game. Um, but I think as a team and as a whole, we, you know, we defended, uh, we defended very well from top to back all the way to Sean, all the way to David. And, um, you know, we just kept getting pressured, kept getting pressured and, you know, they had chances to score, but, you know, without Sean and that, I think maybe a couple of those chances would have gone in. 
Okay. Now, when you say he saved your butt, like, that's the point of a goalkeeper, and he's playing really well. Do you guys feel right. guilty when it gets to that point, when he's getting some of those, when the, when, when the other team gets those chances? Do you feel like you've let him down? And it must feel amazing to watch him just, like, you know, jump like a cat. No, he, um, you know, he's one of the, he's one of the top goalkeepers in the league. And, uh, you know, I think we'll see him more consistently with the national team if he keeps having performances with like he did against LA. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a goalkeeper. It's his job at the end of the day. So we, we expect that out of him. We, we hold that standard to him and I'm pretty sure he holds that standard to himself. Um, but no, he, he definitely had an awesome, you know, an unreal game. Um, you know, definitely man of the match performance. And, you know, he, he made some tremendous saves that, you know, kept us in the game and allowed us, you know, to go go on the other end and put two yeah, against LA. It would be kind of weird if Sean Johnson was like, hey, guys, you, why are you making me do my job know, out here? Guys, I'm <laughs> trying to, I got my iPad. I'm trying to read this book. You know, <laughs> you're not job. letting me do that. Uh, just you, sipping a coffee. In the yeah. <laughs> you know, He's like, oh, is a game going on? Come on, back line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to catch up on my story. Hey, Fred, get out there, buddy. <laughs> uh, you know, and we, this might be a sore subject, but we at least have to talk about it. Now that NYCFC is in uh, second place uh, in the Eastern Conference and in uh, and on in the in league. The shield, I mean, yeah. there's a there's a a, a, a healthy supporter shield uh, chance that uh, that I think a lot of uh, NYCFC fans are hoping for. But you know the this this Goliath that that seems to be in first place, which is Toronto. You know when we when we see performances, especially defensively from NYCFC against basically every other team, uh, you don't really see that against Toronto. Maybe you can just give uh, uh, some insight into what is the the kind of the struggle that NYCFC has with the team like Toronto FC. Um. Well, I mean, they're in, they're in good form right now. You know, that's why they're winning games consistently. They're scoring goals consistently. Um, and, you know, I, I hate that we lost 4-0 to them because it doesn't really, um, I guess, dictate how, you know, the rest of the games, you know, would be against them. You know, I don't think we deserve to lose 4-0, you know. They had, you know, they had chances and they put away their chances. So we had chances, we didn't put away our chances and, you know, I think if we meet Toronto again, it'll it'll definitely be a grudge match because we're both going to have that in the back of our minds, that 4-0 to defeat. And, um, you know, the, the, they're a good team. They got a lot of good players, and, you know, we're a good team, and we got a lot of good players as well. So uh, we're definitely looking forward to playing them again. That's, you know, that's like the, that's, a, it's exactly what you want to hear. We're looking forward to play them again. Yeah. It's, this, yeah. it's this thing where you're like, you're looking at them and go, that shouldn't have been the number. And let's <laughs> yeah, prove it, was, it the next time. It was frustrating and to, you know, to lose away, you know, it's always tough to, to travel away and regardless, but, um, especially have to be in Canada, you know, I mean, why, yeah, yeah, yeah. why make us go there? Uh, <laughs> to all of our Canadian fans, we're only kidding. Um, talk a little bit about some of the changes that have been made. Cause for the first time ever, I've seen you guys kind of not play it out of the back. You went a little. You went a little uh, long ball against the Red Bulls. You went a little long ball in the in the last match. Is it been sort of an adjustment because other teams have adjusted to what you guys have been doing? Is it um, a, a sign of new tactics? It's a little bit of a mix, I'd say. We're not, you know, our our theme, you know, of NYCFC is good football, good stylish football. You know, we play out of the back, and we're going to keep trying to play out of the back as much and as often as possible. Um, you know, but if we're you know, maybe tactics change a little bit when we go away, you know, you don't, 
you know, that the away team is going to have a little bit more energy because they're in front of their home fans. You know, they're going to press, they're going to fly at us. So they're going to, they're going to cut that, you know, ability for us to play to the back. So we know then, you know, the spaces in behind, you know, so we'll play balls in the channels, you know, especially with Jack and John on the wingers or Rodney um, guys with speed, you know, it's, it's best to utilize, you know, their, their strengths. And, um, you know, it's just something else we can throw in our game, you know, playing a little, we know we have that option to play a little bit of long ball, but it's also play, you know, out of the back, but teams definitely know our, our theme and know that we want to play to the back and they're starting to catch on a little bit. That's yeah. cool. Keep them guessing. Though. Yeah. But now that, you know, Kyrie's back and whenever, uh, you know, a Coley's in there, he's like, yeah, throw the ball up there. They, let's, get, see what they, they, let's see what they can do. They get up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Giant, you know, man. They, be had, fun. they had two good games. They both had good Purcell's performances coming in. They, you know, they're big, strong bodies. They they give us that option to put the ball up and they'll hold it up, you know, and they're, they're good technically enough to where they can turn, play a quick one, two, get out. And, you know, that takes a lot of pressure off of, uh, off Sean and, and the defense for sure to have that option. One video that we saw of yours, which I guarantee was yours. It uh, looks like it's a few years old. You did sort of like a mini Cribs episode back when you uh, played oh, for. No. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, <laughs> it was super cool, super swagged out. Uh, beautiful apartment down there, by the way. Um, you were you said you were a little bit of a hat and a watch and a glasses collector. Is that something you're still doing? Uh not so much with the hat, or not so much with the the glasses, but I definitely stay on top of my watches and, and my hats. Nice. What is I, your? I have a fa- lot of options. What's your favorite watch brand? I don't know. I kind of bounce around between like Nixon and uh, Diesel. They have some. They have some pretty cool watches. Okay, nice stylish watches. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. we saw that. When I was like, wait, what year was this? Because uh, you know, yeah. you were saying you were living in Tampa. Do you do you miss a little bit of that Florida weather? Because I know we're trying really hard to get it here in New York. But. Oh, be- before course, before yeah. you answer, Ben, I just want to say that I, I had a Nixon watch that I loved. Uh, it was it, I bought this watch after I moved out of my like parents' apartment, and I was, I was like, all right, this is like me growing up. I'm gonna get a man watch, right? Yeah. And I got the, <laughs> I got this Nixon automatic watch. I don't know if you ever saw it. It's a couple years old. They still I think they still sell. It, but it was one of those watches that uh works off kinetic energy so the more you move oh, around yeah, that, that's yeah. how it gets powered yeah uh, love love the watch more than anything and then i did a show uh i did a stand-up show and i had i had to take off the watch for something and i left it backstage and i went back oh, and it was no. gone it was oh, a 500 dollars watch well Jeez. someone definitely yeah someone's definitely gonna take that yeah <laughs> yeah had to move him back with his parents after that it's a real shame guys yeah so, <laughs> so, you, so you were saying ben um about missing florida oh yeah no i you know florida you know will always be my home and you know being by the water growing up by the water back there i I definitely miss i definitely miss it you know fishing being at the beach and everything but you know this is it's you know i'm young where i don't have to settle somewhere you know i can move around and experience some new some new places and new york is is definitely on that list right now have you found some good fishing spots in new york um, I haven't really, I haven't fished at all. You know, we are, uh, our chaplain, Greg, you know, he's been trying to take me and Sean out and a couple of the guys and, you know, there's been some, some, uh, little opportunities here and there, but you know, it just hasn't worked out with our schedule and the weather so far. I think I, I think I smell a new video. Cooligans take Ben Swift fishing. <laughs> 
dude. Yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, let's also, we need to let you know that it's actually going to be Ben Sweat teaches the cool against how to fish. I've never fished in my life. I fished once when I was a kid, and it was for a badge for Boy Scouts because I was doing community <laughs> service. Uh, so that's the only reason hey, I even joined the Boy right. Scouts. So, as long as you got out there. That's it. That's all that mattered. I think I, I actually hooked somebody's pants uh, by mistake. <laughs> yeah. Caused some blood. But anyway, you can oh, teach no. us. Uh, it was like yeah, this, this, the scene in uh, There's Something About Mary when uh, when he was fishing and the fish hooker gets, gets caught in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Oh, put on the, right. But imagine that on the side of someone's pants. And they're like, we're going to have to cut the pants. I heard that. I was like, oh boy, I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I want to take you guys out after that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, two kids who grew up in the city, so we're not, we don't know how to do those things. We'll teach you how to order a chopped cheese at a bodega, though. All right, there we go. There we go. We'll, we'll trade. We'll trade. So I guess, yeah, I mean, you know, look, you, a great interview so far. Is there something that, you know, you're looking forward to for yourself, a personal goal for yourself for this season? Um, you know, I think we're on a great run right now as a team. And, uh, you know, I would love to see this team, you know, reach our full potential by the end of the season. Because, uh, you know, I think we have a really good chance of, you know, winning the Supporters Shield and winning MLS Cup. You know, we we've really proved and shown our, our wit this year as a as a squad, you know, staff, players and everyone. Um, so I would love to be a part of, of this team and, and the success, you know, in the future. And if that's this year or next year, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to that next step. Yeah, well, cool. you do, I mean, it's been great to watch, man. You're doing great. So, uh, yeah, Thank nothing but guys. the I appreciate it. best of luck for the the rest of the rest of the year. Absolutely, we're all awesome. rooting for Sweating Yo. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe a T-shirt to get that name out there. Sure. Or we've got we're we're forcing it into every conversation we could have. So <laughs> when we when, when we meet the the Tifo people, we're gonna be like, why don't we try Sweating Yo Tifo? <laughs> <laughs> there we go, dude. Thanks so much for there taking the time to speak with us, man. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. You guys are great. All right, Thank you so much. Awesome. Take it easy, man. All right. See you guys. Have a good day. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Quick break here. I just want to tell you a little bit about On the Volley Apparel. You've heard it so many times. Some of you actually went out and bought some of the gear. It's absolutely incredible. Once again, my favorite hoodie I've ever had in my entire life. Great gear. They make great stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Big I, fan of the podcast as well. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they make uh, yeah, soccer-inspired clothing. Look, you've heard us talk about it before. You've seen uh, you've seen us wearing uh, some of the clothing on, on our videos. Yeah, we're always wearing it on the videos. Uh, it's great stuff. It's it's. Urban inspired. It is hip hop. It's a little hood. It's, it's a, a little, little soccer, but it's all dope. Super high quality. Very comfortable and not very expensive. And it's even less expensive exactly. because you listen to us. Exactly. So if you uh, if you use the promo code Cooligans, uh, you'll receive thirty uh, percent off. Uh, that's incredible. That's, that's a hot deal. Come on now. Hot deal. So make sure you use the promo code COOLIGANS. Look, they uh, right before the MLS season, there's a lot of new uh, uh, apparel, uh, you know, coming out. Sure. So you can, you can check it out there. And they got a whole bunch of new designs and stuff coming out. And again, get their hoodies, get their sweatshirts. They're incredibly comfortable. They got cool t-shirts. They got like three-quarter length sleeves. They even got stuff for the ladies. They have stuff for, they have, they have stuff for uh, actual gameplay. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They, they have, so listen, if you didn't get something for your girl on Valentine's Day... Hustle up. 
get something, you get yourself 30% off, make her feel a little better at the end of the week when you get that shipment. And look what I got you. It's on the volley. <laughs> you know, like, oh, isn't this the same thing Alexis and Christian wear? And then, you're the, how, what, you watching them when I'm not around? And That's then you right. can have an argument you, because you, how much the girl loves us. You sort that out, right. yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, we're, we're not trying to uh, ruin any uh, relationships. No, it's, not or our fault. it's not our fault. We're too pretty. <laughs> but make sure, go to onthevalleyapparel.com, onthevalleyapparel.com, and uh, and use the promo code COOLIGANS, and you'll get 30% off. So Three make sure. zero, 30% off. It's a great deal. So uh, do that right now. Yeah. yeah, that was fun, right? That was awesome, man. Yo, Ben Sweat is dope. Yeah, he's uh, he's like super chill. <laughs> it's so funny, like all these like uh, you know Florida California guys. Yeah, they still have like that. They get along in New York really well, but they still keep that little bit of like, oh, what's up, bro? <laughs> like they just that little bit yeah, of it. It's a, it's a good. Uh, it's a nice uh, you know like a a, a light cream cheese over yeah, it's like a schmear. It was a schmear. It's a schmear. <laughs> Not too much. Not a lot. <laughs> I don't want nothing. <laughs> Give me a schmear. Uh, yeah, he was awesome. That was really cool of him for uh, jumping on. And and what a beautiful thing. Like you know the one. One thing that I that I took away from you know watching uh, Jonathan Lewis score that that goal, his first goal was how much everyone was like all like coming up to him and like you know like congratulating him, and it was like a team goal. It was like a, it was like a team moment, and yeah. you know he mentioned it again. Everybody notices he's playing hard and so on and so forth, and it's pretty dope. Yeah. Also, we Ben didn't get a chance to mention it, but uh, follow him on online on Twitter. Uh, he's twenty two Ben Sweat. On yeah. Twitter and and he is on Instagram. He's Ben Sweat twenty two. So I don't know who took twenty two Ben Sweat on Instagram before he did, but he's he's probably not happy about it. Yeah, not happy about it at all. <laughs> uh, maybe both of them will be sweating yo. <laughs> One day, imagine one day, yeah. change. Oh, that'd be the best. You should all right. <laughs> Just saying, it's one way to get that nickname going. Uh, but I don't know. I think in in Twitter might be too many characters to put sweating yo. You know the little the little T with the circle or whatever it is to see with the circle, the copyright symbol, and then put cooligans after it. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? That might be too much. <laughs> <laughs> that was really very long winded for you That's to get, fine. That, I wanted, get that joke. Out. I wanted full credit for it. I couldn't remember what the you fuck. You literally wanted the joke copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was that, I wasn't long winded. I was waiting for the paperwork to go through. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my, my notaries. It's yeah. all getting, it's all getting done. But. Yeah. Lawyers involved. There's a lot. Imagine every joke was like that. Which oh, is, Jesus. Uh, one at a time. <laughs> Had to get it approved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, awesome. And uh, yeah, great. Thank you again for uh, Ben for, for coming on. Uh, really dope. And uh, so, yeah, so a couple of things that we didn't get to talk about in the first segment. We'll talk about uh, some some fun stories and then uh, and then we'll get into uh, the MLS games. Fun stories. Fun. Rafa Marquez is a fun story. <laughs> Ooh, the li- let's lighten it up, guys. <laughs> International drug trafficking <laughs> ring. Ooh, okay. For the whole family. Uh, let's get the kids in the room. <laughs> Uh, uh, Alexis, did you get that Candyland music I requested? (laughs) Hold on, we have. I I need it for this segment. Right, we're all queued up here. Uh, (laughs) Dude, who knew? You know, who knew Rafa was the plug? So uh, we didn't talk about this last week, but this uh, uh, happened after, uh, I think, two weeks ago, the episode. We just, a lot of stuff happened, so we didn't get a chance to talk about this. But Rafa, whenever there's, uh, you know, international uh, drug trafficking stories in soccer, we got to, this is, this is, this is cool. This is the meaty stuff that the Cooligans uh, bite down on. That is dead center in the middle. (laughs) I mean, sitting on the coffee table of of our wheelhouse. Exactly. And the fact that we neglected it was that we must have been, we were too full from everything else yeah, that's, yeah, all, it that's was. all it was <laughs> this is too shiny to look at right now we'll get right back to save it. it honey wrap it up we'll go we'll save it for later put it in the fridge don't even put it in the freezer put it in the fridge we're gonna get to it <laughs> so rafa marquez uh, who is um 
you know, he he played for the Red Bulls. He he he's a Mexican national team star. He's I mean he's uh, Barcelona. Yeah, he's he's just Leon Queretaro. I think no, he's Atlas. He's now. Atlas now yeah. in, in in Liga and Mekis. But he is a uh, he is a Mexican legend in yeah. in, in soccer. I mean, he loved. Beloved. Beloved across the country. And the news uh, comes out that uh, I, I forgot the, 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 the real like drug guy, the drug king. No, it's Rafa Marquez. It's Rafa Marquez. Yeah, that's, that's, you forgot just, Rafa Marquez? This was uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He is. He is Heisenberg. <laughs> so, uh, there, and, and it's weird because in the way the media was covering this was like Rafa Marquez, his yeah. drug kingpin, yeah. where he's like, he's not really the guy. Photoshop at the- <laughs> picture of him putting condoms of drugs it's up just, his butt. It sells the story better because it's like this international soccer star is like involved in like a drug trafficking, mon- money laundering sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, campaign or whatever. You right. Know? And, but, but there was a, there was the real drug kingpin that, that they, they put in small like words. It was just, yeah. uh, also here's a drug. That's Rafa. I Look at him. He yeah. plays soccer. Look I mean, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you guys know who he is. No one knows that guy over there. But this guy right here. So, look, he was the biggest name attached to this, uh, you know, sort of crime syndicate or whatever. Uh, and, and really what happened, He he's not arrested. He He's just been uh, on on a list in, in the U.S. Uh, as as like a known he's involved in like in the in drug trafficking. The or- actual term is fingered. He's been fingered. It's true. I, <laughs> I don't care what you say. It's true. That's the. That's Alexis, the this is not that kind of podcast. I don't oh, know what. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> Rafa's been fingered. <laughs> you heard it here first. No, it really is. He's been he's been pinpointed with one or two. Who <laughs> I mean, knows? Might <laughs> even be a fifth uh, with the, the charges against them. <laughs> Oh, all boy. we know is he's in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's feeling it. That's all we know. <laughs> Look out, uh, Rafa Marquez. So, anyway, homie been fingered, right? Yeah. This is what happened. He, uh, he's he been pinpointed. That's the sequel to Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which also, they use it's the same play on words in that title, by the way. Um, he's been he's been uh, listed as being involved in this international drug syndicate. Yeah, and I and think... And he's, he's money laundering. He's got fake businesses. Yeah. And he's helped move product <laughs> is the term. I mean, you know, I, I think the joke that I posted in the group I mean, chat was like, hey, Rafa, we're all going to take this plane. Why are you getting on the Greyhound? Why are you getting on those bags? From a drug kingpin standpoint, if you need a soldier, I mean, I mean this is your guy. This guy's 38 years old, still captain of the national team. You know he's out there hustling. <laughs> I mean, the, he can't stop, won't stop. It, it is a, a concerning thing. And, and look, is is he he wasn't it's not a, he didn't go to, to trial i mean it was just like from from the u.s's perspective they, it's they don't have to go through any trial it's just like yo we saw what you did and we don't want you here anymore right so he's he's not he's not going to be able to travel to the united states for for any reason right i mean uh, he might have trouble of, traveling in general how many more national team players for mexico can we do this to? okay <laughs> we want to qualify for this world cup baby Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, as the U.S., yeah. This is so. This was like an, an attempt to just weaken the Mexican national team. No, but I think this is a nice icing on that cake. Okay. You know what I mean, so who else can we do this to? <laughs> oh, you mean other countries or just other Mexican players? No, other Mexican just, players. But yeah, let's do it to everybody. Just other just, uh, other Concacaf nations. I say we do this to every major player right before. 2026 when we host the world cup y'all can't come <laughs> guess who wins that world cup usa 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 loretta lynch is the national yeah, team they just plant, plant like cocaine on leo messi somehow <laughs> sprinkle coke on the floor make it drug related <laughs> if anyone can name that song 
Tweet me. Okay. I, I don't know it. So come on. Uh, so yeah. So he is. Uh, yeah. This is basically what he has to deal with now. And and there were a couple. Some people are coming to his defense. Uh, it, it, this is a weird from from a legal standpoint. You know, you still have to kind of say like alleged, alleged, whatever, right? But I mean, uh, is it alleged at this point? There's like paper trails, exactly. So, but there wasn't, there was no trial. Like I personally have not, I don't know the, the exact evidence, but I'm good. If if they if it got to the point where the U.S. is like, all right, done, we're done with you, you're on the list. It's probably really bad. Right. If they're naming names. Yes. They've got you dead to rights. I can't they, imagine the, that the U.S. government is like willy nilly going after soccer stars. I mean, because there is there could be some pushback if you're wrong. Right. It, oh, no, uh, it's terrible if you're wrong for, for, for such a big uh, star. So um, but the, some people are coming out to his defense and, and his team out last the, the other uh, last week, a couple of days ago, they uh, they all came out uh, before a game. And wore his the Rafa Marquez jersey backwards, so they had the number on on you know on their chest. Right. And again, it just it it just seems a little. What if you're like? What if you're wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Ugh. like the balls to do. I mean, I get that you want to support like your 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 teammate. Right. But it's, he didn't get like accused of like a just jaywalking, you know? Yeah, it's, like yeah, a, yeah. it's a really big issue. It's a big issue. But what if, what if the team of Atlas is like, we're cool with the fact that he was selling drugs? Okay. You know yeah. I mean? We're going to give him a, bo- a bonus. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Who do you think brings the Coke to the parties? Rafa. <laughs> okay. Come on. That's his thing. Yeah. What do you think he's always on the national team? Don't, don't ruin my connect, bro. <laughs> Yo, he brings the white. <laughs> Don't be mean to him. <laughs> it's my guy. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of wild. Yeah, I, when I saw that uh, display from the team, I was just like, yeah, like, come on, guys. Like, uh, I'm thinking, like, if, if you got some drug charge, right, right I, I'd be like, all right, I, I, I'm on Alexis's side. Yeah. But, like, let's wait to see all the facts. I want to support <laughs> I Alexis. Wanna support. I would wear like I would I would wear like a like a like a like a one of those like rubber bracelets. You know what I mean? That says like thinking. Uh like I wouldn't be like, what would Christian do? Because then that means I'm holding weight if you got a drug charge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta like, you know, the, the, it, you could possibly surprise me. And they that you know, yeah. my I did not know, you know, that uh Alexis was pushing, you know, kilos of Molly uh, yeah. out of uh, out of comedy clubs. Yeah. You know? That's what I do. I, I if that happened, I would be genuinely surprised. <laughs> Yeah. But I'd be like, okay, well, he he got one past me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd allow myself to be like, wow, that was okay. Call me slipping. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, surprise. <laughs> I hope the best for him. But also, I, I thought it was just pizza tours yeah, and, yeah. and comedy. But no, he no. was doing uh, you know getting some extraculars yeah, in there. Yeah, no, this dude's <laughs> banking. <you know? laughs> I, I should have thought when he was just walking around with them gold rope chains. I'm like, how did he afford that? And also, why is he? Uh, dressing like a fushnikin. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Deep yeah, cut. there we go. Jesus. <laughs> I'm wearing a starter hat with a hole cut out of the top of it. <laughs> There's like three people who know what I'm talking I'm about. Dave Munson right now <laughs> got the rap, got the song reference, and that just now the fushnikin. Um, Jesus. Another thing we should uh, talk about. Uh, speaking of uh, the border, legal issues. Legal issues. <laughs> so we know about uh, Ezekiel Elliott, right? Who plays for 
uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Right. The Dallas, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Formerly uh, America's team. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they obviously live in the shadow of FC Dallas, which is the MLS team that plays there. Which is a shame for them. I mean, you know? they, really, they pump a lot of money into that. They try, and uh, just like nobody's really even showing up to those things. I mean, you know, I've not, I don't, what, what does their logo even look like? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so clearly FC Dallas and, and the Dallas Cowboys have, you know, they, they're, they're in the same city. And, uh, you know, of course, there's going to be uh, camaraderie. camaraderie yeah. and, <laughs> but Ezekiel Elliott, we just found out that he was uh, suspended for six games because he, he dealt, uh, I think it was a year ago, uh, he dealt with a domestic violence issue with the, with the girlfriend in Ohio. And uh, no p- charges were pressed, but, you know, there, there, there was an investigation b- uh, by the NFL. Right. And they found that. You know, she made she did make claims and and uh, and, you know, so even though there were no charges filed in the NFL personal conduct policy, you can still get suspended. Right. Right. So which is good. That's a good thing. Exactly. So because domestic violence is bad. Okay, another brave stance from uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> buddy. I'm putting my feet in these trenches. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we found that he was suspended for for that, and also I, I had read some of the report, and he was suspended for uh, uh, pulling down a, a woman's top at, at like uh, some party. Like or I think boat it was a party, boat right? or yeah. bus. I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, it was, some it was pe- on a boat bus. A boat was a boat bus. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he on that? <laughs> he's really struggling. Millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so that that was also part of it. He's he's a kid. You know, he, he only went to college, I think, two years. Yeah. He's, I think well, he's probably 21, 22. And so he's uh, he's still maturing. And, and the CTE is already setting and, in. You know. So he clearly has a, a, so a bunch of issues. And and, and it, I mean, it's not even about maturity when it comes to domestic violence. Like, whatever. He, he might just totally be an asshole. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, uh, after he was suspended, FC Dallas, their Twitter account uh, had to, they, they put out a tweet that they immediately had to backtrack right. on. I believe that it's called pulling in a Lexus. <laughs> uh, oh my God, delete. Oh no, it was, it was screenshotted already. I'm so sorry. By everybody. <laughs> By everybody. Yeah. So uh, FC Dallas, they posted a, a tweet after the suspension was uh, revealed that, you know, it was a six game suspension and FC Dallas uses this as a marketing opportunity. Oh, great. <laughs> to reach out. Uh, to Ezekiel Elliott, and they were like, "Hey, Ezekiel Elliott, we uh, we have we have six games. We got six games for you. We got six games. For- Those, that's exactly what they said. We got six games for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so super chill tweet. You know, right. super cash. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. trying to hit up. Uh, you Sounds know. like a DM. DM. <laughs> just went out. That might have been more of a DM. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and, and what the worst part is is the next six games are ladies' night. You know, <laughs> just a, what a real shame. What a real shame. I may have made that up. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so, laughs> What a strange, what, what, what is a ladies night in a soccer game? It was like, ladies get in free. Ladies get a free drink. <laughs> ladies in free before 11. <laughs> the two for one martini. <laughs> FC Dallas. Just yeah. the housewives. Ooh, skinny girl vodka. 30% off for oh, ladies. Oh, <laughs> You know yeah. I'm going to go see this FC Dallas skinny game. Skinny girl martini? <laughs> you know I'm going. I don't care if Ezekiel Elliott's in the stands punching women. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Just insane. So, uh, 
Uh, FC Dallas. Can had, we please do Ladies Night inside? <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. I think Ladies Night should be like uh, everyone has to dress as a lady. Yeah. Okay. So really just force yourself to come to, to, to confront any yeah. discomfort you may yeah. have with like the trans community. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, they do have like, uh, you know, Pride Night and things like that. Now, yeah, why is, not? Why this not? is, <laughs> come, come see what it's like. <laughs> we gotta, you got to be in the supporter section yeah. in heels. Yeah. You Security gotta, guard's like, nah, bro, your heels ain't tall enough. You got to get out of here. You got to turn around. You got to get out of here. This is ladies night. Let right? me see you through we're, your bag. We're not trying to make a mockery of this. Yeah. You know, Open up your very cute bag and uh, let me see what's in there. <laughs> I see how you matching it with the sequins, my dude. But yo, let me see what's in that bag. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So, but the FC Dallas posted this, and they immediately they were getting so much flack, and they had to send an apology. Appropriately so, they should have been flamed forever for that. Yeah, because this this is the FC Dallas social media account. This is not the Cooligans Twitter account. You know, right. you have to just there's there, you can't really say that because you're by just by and they like hit him up. They like tagged him right yeah, in it. They, they yeah. were like, yo. Ezekiel, six games. I know you're going to be free because you are hitting women. Yeah. And now, now, now that I see that you're available because right. you're, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to have anything to do because you were hitting women. You right. remember? Yeah. Just remember when you were hitting women, come to an FC right. Dallas like, game. Maybe you should have hit it earlier because we had some great matches. You missed the Derby. <laughs> it's just, it's so a, stupid. It's stupid. And it's, and I think uh, from, from, look, I, we're not, I'm not trying to be on any high horse and, and I'm just, I'm <laughs> you were like, I've hit women. <laughs> no, I thought those were no, 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 no. <laughs> no, now I'm gonna wear a Christian shirt backwards tomorrow. <laughs> no, from uh, from a comedic perspective, and then from a, of like a, a team perspective, and right. what and and sort of protecting their brand as a joke, as yeah. a as a joke, it is. Uh, I get it, there. There is some humor in it. There is a, ve- a very little amount. Yeah, very little. But you can't remove the context uh, of uh, of why you're inviting him to the game. It would have been funnier if they also suspended like banned him for the next six that's, games see that's because now you're taking an actual stance on right on on how you feel because people the, are like why are you banned you can't ban a football like it's a different yeah yeah but still that's but what's still, funny about from it. the sake of a joke yeah it from if fc dallas would have been like you're also suspended from these six games <laughs> yeah. that's that's hilarious. hilarious and you're also making a real point that that you're you're not cool with uh, you know right. athletes be, uh, and domestic violence supposed to like come hit anybody you want over here for exactly. the next six exactly games. so that's how yeah. I, i'm i'm talking about it and i think we're talking about it from a comedic perspective it's the it's the wrong joke i think they were trying to make it a little bit lighthearted and make it seem a little silly but from a comedic perspective yeah. it's the it's not a good joke that's i would yeah it's not a good joke i wouldn't say it's the wrong joke because there's no such thing it's just not it's not good and it's not funny you know if like that now you're and i don't believe in this whole punching up punching I, didn't, down well, thing. I don't think the joke is wrong that, that they're allowed to do it i might say the wrong joke i mean like it, it there's there's like it's like if we were a better joke is out there's there. a better joke is out there 100%. yeah okay yeah we that's what i'm agree. saying we yeah both agree. fc dallas make all the jokes you want make, yeah. send all the apologies you want who yeah. cares I mean, send us your jokes first and we'll yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll tighten it up yeah we'll i mean come on maybe word economy that was great <laughs> but you know obviously the pointed in the wrong direction for that's your, all especially you got to know your audience man <laughs> you gotta, it's very important that's right we don't but right. you do no <laughs> i never have to know my audience <laughs> um so yeah that was uh was 
pretty wild. So let's talk about uh, a couple of uh, Major League Soccer games. Um, MLS games, and, which and, were really, really action-packed. That's right. And also, let's uh, you know, let's start with the U.S. Open Cup because we know uh, one of the finalists is uh, Sporting Kansas City. Uh, that game happened after we recorded the podcast last yeah. week. Uh, and there's, a, there's another. The, uh, the next match is happening tonight, today, right? Today, FC Cincinnati against the Red Bulls. Today meaning yesterday while you're listening to this. So we're, we won't know who won. As, um, as but as NYCFC fans, come on, Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, I, I think for uh, for soccer fans, people are very much rooting for the, the underdog. Hundred uh, uh, percent for uh, Cincinnati, and, and also, I mean, they've only this is what their second year in existence, and they're one game away from the final. Good for them. Is it? I don't know how long FC Cincinnati's been. Yeah, around. this is their second year of existence. Oh, Sean O'Cauley was there last year, last year, and that was their uh, first season. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? Good on them. Yeah. All right. Uh, who? What? 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 Qatari uh, oil baron went out and bought FC Cincinnati to be able to do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good. Uh, good for them. But they, uh, yeah. So they are playing, and uh, 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 Sporting Kansas City played against San Jose, and that that was an interesting game. The game ended up going to penalties, uh, and uh, uh, Sporting Kansas City won five to four yeah. after Tim Melia stopped uh, the the shot. From Victor Bernardes, and we were talking about this uh, a right, little Victor bit. Right, Victor Bernardes did the pitter patter. Little pitter patter. Uh, what was that? Zaza Simone. Yeah, or Simone Zaza, or Zaza. Maybe that. I don't remember. Who cares? But we know what he Zaza did. Zaza Gabor. Zaza Gabor <laughs> went up and just shanked it. And it was the pitter patter, and I think there was someone else who did a pitter patter and also uh, messed up after that. And now he comes out and pitter patters and messes up. You got to stop doing the pitter patter. The pitter patter seems to not be a good strategy. Uh, unless you're trying to, to fail. A lot like FC Dallas, right? Like maybe that was the best joke for them because they were trying to be disrespectful <laughs> to women who've been abused. Well, Victor Bernard is, is also a center back, right? So the the, the pitter patter doesn't, you don't get the most confidence uh, when of him doing the pitter patter. He's, 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 he's very top heavy. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really very think of him. Pop body shape. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think of him being very light on his feet and just, uh, and that nimble. Yeah. Uh, so it looked a little uh, strange when he was doing it. And you had that feeling. I said, something happens sometimes. It was like, you see the run up. You're like, you don't got ready. This no, is bad. This, yeah. is, <laughs> this is not good. You saw a pitter patter from a center back. And I'm like, this is not, there's no way this is going to go yeah. well. This is everyone turn around no one look at the screen <laughs> and uh there's only there's still two things that are absolutely terrible if you're going up for uh, a penalty shot pitter patter or if you're thibault courtois right oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as soon as if you're that's it if you're him yeah, that's it already <laughs> you messed up as soon as you stepped up <laughs> yeah. to the spot you, you fucked up you <laughs> fucked up it's not gonna be good <laughs> so um did we talk about this you know the premier league moved to the abba yes uh, we didn't penalties. talk about this yeah. but uh, i did the dancing queen abba that's right. <laughs> yes, uh, they did. They did uh, go to that, and um, I've heard the reasoning was like sixty percent of the time, the first penalty, uh, the team that took the first penalty wins, yeah. because the second one is always put on pressure. Yes, because most of the time the first one's made. So, I mean, I get that. I also don't hate the ABBA system. It's kind of dope. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with both. I mean. It's a pre- it's a pressure filled situation regardless of what format you right. do it in, uh, but I guess if the statistics suggest that maybe you want to add a little bit more fairness to it. When I was younger, I used to hate penalties because I'm like, why are we going to this? You know, like it should just continue to play. But now as I get older, I'm really starting to enjoy them. It's like this cool thing that doesn't always happen. When it does, it's sort of you know, it's I, I th- like a set. Of, it's a different skill. I think when. 
I, I think people just get frustrated. Like if it's like the Champions League final that the people just don't want it to end that way. And that I would say only in those instance, instances does is it a little bit frustrating uh, where you kind of you would want to see the game keep going. Like we saw it in the MLS Cup. Like it just didn't feel like Seattle won. But did they without a shot on goal? It didn't feel like the better team won, right? Uh, and and so th- so there's that frustration in, in, yeah, in that circumstance. That. But uh, but I, I do uh, feel the same way, especially in these like uh, these uh, uh, cup semifinal games and and all these like where the game just has to end. I'm I'm totally you can't fine with let it. someone run for 130 minutes. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean it is. And just, like get back out there. Somebody's got to score. It's just absolute torture. At some point, it's just like the keeper's dragging himself, like his feet are dead. You know. Uh, so yeah, so the the uh, the winner of the FC Cincinnati uh, and Red Bull game, they're going to be playing against uh, Sporting Kansas City in in Kansas City. And uh, so you got to probably favor Kansas City there with 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 the way Tamili is playing. Although isn't Cincinnati technically no St. Louis would have been their their big rival. I don't think Cincinnati's close enough to Kansas City for that to be like somewhat of a regional rivalry. Yeah, but it will still be such a huge story. Yeah, it'd be great. I think it'd be great for Cincinnati. I mean, look, I you know I know we have a lot of uh, Kansas City listeners, uh, fans that are listening, but I'm not necessarily saying that you know that the Cincinnati winning would be the best case. Like I'm sure Kansas City fans want to win, Red Bull fans want to win the whole line, but as a story. FC Cincinnati sort of, you know, the magic of the cup that they always talk about with the FA Cup. There, there's a lot of that with the uh, the open uh, the open cup. And I think that there would be there would be like a really cool story there. Uh, without a doubt. And, and it, it seems it, like they're they're in, there seems like they're in the lead to, to join the MLS next. So sure. it would be a cooler story. Uh, I mean, it would be the best version of the story if Cincinnati won the U.S. Open Cup. Right. I mean, that would be Kansas City won it. What like uh, what was it? 2008, 2009. They won, it, they won it, I think, three times. Or it might have been 2010. It was Beasler's first year, I think. Yeah. It's old. It's, they have that trophy, right? They don't need any yeah, more. You've been there. You've done that. Cincinnati, <laughs> come on. You think about it. You know, since since that club was created, those fans have been waiting for a trophy. They've never gotten one. Yeah, but yeah, what, it's been 18 months? I mean, listen, <laughs> we don't have to talk about the specific amount of time. I'm I just mean, the suffering they've, 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 they've gone through. What a shame. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about some... Uh, right now, Rebel fans are listening just like, come on. <laughs> hey, you no, got, you I mean, got supporter I, shield. I think uh, the Red Bulls should, I mean, win handily. I mean, they, they've been playing so well the last couple of weeks. But we saw what FC Cincinnati did to uh, Chicago Fire. And, you know, they gave them a tough time. So yeah. we'll see. I, 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 I think and, and I think Chicago is the better team. So who knows what uh, Cincinnati is going to do. But yeah, but the, the form that the Red Bulls have been in the last, uh, you know, especially the last game that they played against Orlando. I mean, they look great. Yeah, and hopefully they put this on something other than just their website because that is ridiculous to watch these matches on a website. I think these are these should be going on ESPN or at ESPN two. They I did hope so. They, the, the FC Cincinnati Chicago game was on uh, one was on ESPN. I think regular ESPN. Well, I had to watch no FC Cincinnati versus. Uh, well, no, the which is the one that is Sporting Kansas City beat who? San Jose. San Jose. That I was had, online. Yeah, that was online. I had to watch that online. It was ridiculous. Yeah, same here. You can do. Not a fan. I mean, talk to the. It's not MLS. The US, U.S. Open Cup is its own entity. They got U.S. Soccer. Yeah, they got to figure out their crap. <laughs> I, I, the thing I dislike the most about U.S. Open Cup matches is the one announcer. Like sometimes they they only have one announcer for some games. And what if the, what if the announcer is awful? I mean, and they also there's Nico so many Cantor. there's so many technical issues with U.S. Open Cup. Uh, feeds always. Oh, it, the, the why is it that they? It looks like they. This is how all 
US Open Cup announcers, especially in in the 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 group matches, like right. I mean, like the earlier rounds, all of them are like, <laughs> they're just like, oh, burning right. <laughs> you could have told me that before you did that. My headphones, but yeah, you're right. It's but like it's just like, why are you speaking so yeah. close to the microphone? Here's why another question: so Why bad? are you holding a megaphone to our microphone? Is there a reason? It's just absurd. It sounds like he's talking in the earbuds too loud. <laughs> it's so. Ridiculous! Yeah. Why is there so many just like simple <laughs> technical? Just get a better microphone. Yeah. Give them a better microphone, guys. All you really need is one great microphone that you could ship to all the different <laughs> games because they're not happening all Amazon, at the same time. Amazon Prime it right to the. Are right you kidding me? How about this? Return it after the game. <laughs> Something was wrong with it. <laughs> it just, the, the fact U.S. doesn't U.S. Soccer have like a like a two hundred million dollars surplus? <laughs> yeah. they, they can't find money for this. Yeah, we can't get a hundred thousand dollars for just. Like a bunch of good mics. We can't. We can't spend twelve dollars on microphones <laughs> or pay the U.S. Women's National Team a fair wage. Yeah. Like well, it's know, just like those here's are- the biggest issue. I think U.S. Soccer has not opened up the budget for MAM, which is microphone allocation money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is very important. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, or GMAM, good microphone allocation money. Now we're talking. Now, so uh, let's uh, speak. Speaking of the Red Bulls, let's start with uh, with their game uh, against Orlando over the weekend, which was a. Uh, a great game. I think one of the better games uh, of the weekend. The Red Bulls. We talked a little bit about what what happened in there. Obviously, you know the Red Bulls won. Yes, they won. Um, uh, but it was, it was this was another complete takedown of, of of Jason Christ. I mean, it seems like the Rebels sort of have Orlando's number. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of teams do, or or I, you know, um, everybody, everybody's got <laughs> everybody got their number. No, Orlando is, uh, I think, a team that's in a little bit of a, a tailspin. I honestly think after. The Kyle Aaron uh, issue, they've they've really not been the same team. Right. It's something that he I don't think he scored uh, since since the incident. Right. Since, no, I think he has. He has he scored. scored yeah. But, but not at the same pace that, uh, as the before. team itself just hasn't been playing the way they have. And, uh, you know, look, they got Giles Barnes. They got Kaka. They've got him. They've got Batista. They've got now Dom Dwyer, who's I know injured. But, um, you know. When what what else is it going to take? They've clearly spent money. They've clearly put together a pretty good team. They've got legends. What's it going to take? And again, we're in another situation where this all falls on Jason Jason Christ's lap. Yeah, they. Uh, this all looks like his fault again. So for all of his biggest fans who were mad at us when we were talking about him uh, being let go uh, with NYCFC and saying it was his fault, we're back to the same situation. Yeah, it I, doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. I think the, that's a fail. They, they have, uh, yeah, they they are uh, currently what seventh. I mean, they they yeah, they're not doing uh, great in the standings, but they they've had such a, a turnover, kind of with the with the with just the lineup. I mean, I, I think they they they're having a difficult time figuring out who's going to be like the sort of reliable. Guys, I mean, they, they, I know they got, they got rid of, uh, MPG, right? Matias Perez Garcia. Right. Uh, and who, who I, he wasn't like banging in goals left and right, but he was playing pretty well. I mean, he seemed like an important, uh, uh, piece to the team. Right. And I heard Matt Doyle say that the one player that they need right now is a player like Molino. Okay. Do you remember where Molino got traded from to uh, yeah. Minnesota? <laughs> yeah. So the player you had is the player you needed. They need someone creative in the midfield. Yeah. They, they what? So they're eight, they're in eighth place. Oof. Uh, but they're five points back from uh, from a playoff spot behind uh, Atlanta United and, and Columbus Crew. 
Uh, I don't see, you know, Montreal also in, in seventh and they're also five points back. I don't see how Orlando's going to sort this out. I mean, they're what, there's about 10 games left. Uh, a little under, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, no, there's just about 10. Yeah. yeah some, some probably have like 11. Some have. Like yeah. 10. Some teams have 12. Uh, yeah. Some teams have 12 games left, but yeah. they, um, yeah. Or, or, Orlando is, uh, is especially with, I think the biggest concern uh, to me, especially uh, how bad they've been defensively the last uh, the last like two months. Right. When they started, Joe Bendick was on fire. He was like one of the better keepers in the league, like the first ten weeks. Right. Uh, yeah, and they they got a lot to figure out, and it's and you see the frustration, especially on Kaká. I and mean, we talked about the red from Kaká uh, earlier, but I think if his team is playing better, th- th- this doesn't even happen with Kaká. Like he 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 is. Um, you you sort of see it that you see the frustration yeah it's getting to him you yeah think, you think the lack of he, he's such he's such a he's the highest paid player in the league and his this is the third year that his team is probably not going to make the playoffs it, it has to be eating away at him yeah i mean you would have to look at his time here as a failure yeah he's he, a bust I, he i mean he hasn't really is he a bust yes or no uh i mean i right now i would say yes i mean he he's not he's not the guy he doesn't even feel like the leader of the team. I mean, and like I, I'm speaking, I don't watch Orlando week to week, uh, so I, it's hard, it's difficult to say. All I know is I I I see Kaká on Instagram constantly. He's just like putting out all these like positive messages, like video right. messages and Instagram stories, and it's like very sweet. But it's just like it it seems it seems more it, it like it leans more towards like. The, the marketing himself I, I, like I'm now I'm framing him like he's like just some egomaniac but that's right. not the case I just think he's he's not that look we just spoke to Ben Sweat and 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 how much he sort of admired David Villa uh for for being the captain and, and right. kind of how he changes the locker room and I kind of don't he's think, not that type of leader he isn't yeah uh, he's not the take charge kind of a guy and you know this is player of the year at one point you know I mean this is yeah highest pay like you said uh th- this has to be looked at Marketing wise, probably very positive. And, you know, you know I, also he was he was hurt early. He got hurt in the first game of the year, mm-hmm. uh, and the team played all right without him. So there's there there's it's almost like the, bim, bim, bim. the kind of uh, maybe the Pirlo thing, you know, that NYCFC is dealing with, where they sit Pirlo because he's such a liability, uh, you know, from a defensive aspect, right? And and the team plays much better, plays when, better when he's him. not there. And look, Kaká has a lot more to offer, especially uh, definitely offensively and and still uh, defensively. Yeah, but something. So yeah, I, I, look, regardless, I don't think he's the problem. But when when you ask the question, is he a bust? Uh, I think without him, they could they could probably get they could probably have two three other players that don't have his kind of quality right but that th- i can probably put in uh, their strengths and, and and efforts in different ways for and sure I, and i think the team could kind of be better off yeah i mean and this this goes back to the argument when we were talking about pirlo you know pirlo in the in in the club or you know in the squad means maybe you're not playing as good but you're selling more tickets yeah, yeah. so you know with kaka marketing wise so far it's been a massive success right. but on the field not such a great success. In fact, if anything, I would say it's a failure if they don't make the playoffs for the duration of his contract. He has a three-year contract. I think this is his last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
So what happens? What do you, you know? Like for NYCFC, if you're NYCFC, or if you're the Red Bulls, you know the Red Bulls have struggled with you know attendance uh, for for some time. They don't have massive names. Sasha Kleshton, big name. Uh, Bradley Redfield, big name. A lot of great youth players that the fans can get behind. But what about those casual fans? They want to see the Pierlos. You know, they want to see the Thierry Henrys. Yeah, and after the 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 transfer window closed in MLS, a lot of people were frustrated that that. Uh, because after they sold Dax, they, a lot of people thought this, th- a big this name is coming. A big name is coming. Just, yeah. just, just someone who's just going to like, uh, just a pretty face to sell some damn tickets. Yeah. Just uh, get a pretty boy out there. <laughs> and that did not happen. Zane. And- <laughs> the kid from One Direction. Yeah. Sucks at soccer, but get him out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just all of these like 12 year old girls <laughs> filling up Red Bull Arena. The chance would be very different. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, a lot of people did expect that, and and no one, I'm, you know, I'm not really suggesting that the Red Bulls uh, need another uh, player, you know, to kind of make that, you know, to make them better. No, necessarily, but more marketable. So, you know, we yeah. talk about MLS. When you talk about MLS, you have to talk about these two sort of worlds colliding. The, you know, marketing to the international fan and, yeah. and the casual fan who still watches soccer, maybe not MLS. And then what's best for the MLS club itself? I think in smaller markets, you don't have to deal with that. Not saying anything against Orlando, but I think Orlando fans would still come out if Kaká wasn't there. So... You know, I hate to be this for this conversation to turn that way, but look, the guy's already gotten a red card. He's clearly dangerous out there. Okay, <laughs> get rid he's, of him. He's a threat. Yeah. He's a thug. Yeah, yeah. We need to get him we out of from the beginning. You know, him, him and Nigel De Jong need to go go leave wherever they go together because yeah. <laughs> they're both criminals. Yes. Uh, uh, but the, the the game in itself uh, was incredibly chippy. Uh, I mean, for sure. With I mean, there was just a lot of pushing, a lot of shoving. Uh, you know, people getting uh, just uh, generally upset at each other. At almost, uh, you know, there were a couple of little scuffles uh, throughout the game. But um, Carlos Rivas scores first, and uh, and so it's, it's it looked like it was going to be a rough night for the Rebels. But then the Rebels come back uh, with uh, three goals, and uh, the the Bradley Wright Phillips scoring again. Uh, he's just he's just a guy that he's he's just he's a magnet uh, for the ball. Like he's just it's just amazing because he he he's not the guy. He's a little bit. We were talking to uh, Nemanja Nikolic about this about like what what are kind of his more favorite goals to score. Right. And he's like I don't care about scoring from distance. I'm like I'll, I'm gonna be where I need to be. I'm just gonna bang it in. Yeah, you know <laughs> whenever I can. And Bradley Wright Phillips is very much that guy. He's just like he's a Lampard esque guy. He just knows exactly where to be. Right. Knows where to put the ball where the keeper is not. Uh and and very, 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 very in, just intelligent uh footballer. But the the goal from Sean Davis uh Beast. was wild. Nobody I don't know how, who expected that. I mean, it, I, I've never seen him. I don't think I've ever seen him do that. Didn't know that he had that he, capability. Exactly. It was a it was a super move and in, in yeah. like Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, you got that? Really picked up a few things from <laughs> players that were on the ground. You know. Uh, and uh, it was it was it was it was great to see. And uh, it was a it was a just a smart play. It was a, from a throw in. Uh, traps the ball. Uh, it, it evades two defenders. Right. Uh, and, and the goalkeeper was slightly out of his line, so he curls it right around him. Yeah, it was beautiful. Incredible goal. It's just like, it's 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 not a a, a typical Red Bull goal. Just, yeah, no. They, they just, Red Bulls, they, they, they don't have an issue scoring, but that's not, that's but not they their kinda, game. They kind of play a bit more of that sort of like pass it until you're like confused and people are out of position. Yeah. And then sometimes it's a cross across the face and, you know, Bradley Wright 
Philip just like sort of taps it in. That seems like a bit typical or like Royer, you know, monsters it in. Yeah. This was this was uh, uh, yeah. gorgeous. Everybody just everybody take a step back. Watch what I can do. <laughs> That's kind of it was beautiful. Uh, so, yeah. So it was a cool thing to and see. He's a kid. You know, the kid's got a lot of talent. I, and, why, and he's the guy that they want that, you know, that they, they took Dax's spot when, when yeah. he left. He's the guy that they want to be the next Dax or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, it was, it was just, yeah. Cool to see. I forget what the change has been made. I think it's since the Rebels played um, NYCFC, they made a change. I can't remember what it was, but they've sort of won. They've been pretty consistently winning ever since, which was something that was rough for them. I don't know if it was a tactical change. I don't know if it was going to three at the back. I can't remember exactly what sure. it was. Uh, but it something was, it was, was uh, just sitting Salzizo. I think that's what it was. Ouch. Little Sal, Sal Red Card Zizo <laughs> over there. Um, but clearly, clearly they've got a lot of talent over there, and they're, they're a dangerous, dangerous club. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's also talk about um, uh, Columbus played against uh, Chicago. Yeah. Uh, and Chicago team again, another team that's kind of fighting for that uh, supporter shield spot. They've been, they've been sitting in second place for a long time, and they lose to Columbus three to one. Uh, I, I, initially watching this game, you, yeah, you sort of go in like, oh, you know, Chicago got this. Columbus is not playing that that right. well uh, this year. Uh, but you know, they get rid of, uh, Ethan Finley that, uh, you know, he goes to, to Minnesota. So you think huge loss. He, uh, yeah. That's what we all expected. And they seem to be fine with the, you know, adjustment. They're like, Ethan who? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I think was there, was there another, uh, Finley that they put in because remember they got rid of Kai Kamara and here comes Ola Kamara. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Columbus is also a Finley farm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, the weird thing is, is that, you know, what is up with Columbus, man? Were you not sitting this player? I mean, you know, where 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 do they get off every time they get rid of a bit of an important piece to play better every time? <laughs> or it could also just be Chicago wasn't prepared for what they brought out. You know, our tour, though, he missed two shots wide. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, all Kamara missed the sitter. You know, yeah, they were. That could have been six. That could have been six yeah. one easily. Uh, Justin Merrim missed that one that just uh, you just went left wide left. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, uh, yeah. So th- this could have been way way worse for uh, for for Chicago. The as much as Chicago looks like probably the second most powerful team in the league, they still have a lot of questions that need to be answered there. Yeah, I think especially after watching them last week, they played. Uh, uh, Chicago played again. Who they play against? I don't remember who they played against, but they, the the one where um, uh, Patrick Duty got the the three assists. Hilarious. Uh, they were <laughs> yeah, Duty. Sorry, <laughs> Duty fingered. Yeah. Uh, that was his name. <laughs> Duty got fingered. <laughs> we're still talking about Rafa, but they looked That's so, Rafa in jail. Actually, <laughs> they looked. <laughs> oh boy, we just can't. There's, just, there's no sense of it. getting any sense of. You, you, usually, as people get older, they mature. But no, oh, not me, baby. <laughs> Sliding back, I'm pulling you with me. Too, which is my favorite part. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chicago they, they they had such a great showing um, the the week prior. Uh, so to see the, uh, to see them kind of, I mean, kind of just regress uh, is is a little uh, concerning. Well, yeah, because Nemanja Nikolic hasn't scored in like the last like six seven games. It I mean, might be my fault. What did you do? No, because this happened. This was before. But before you, too, I think I just made it. Worse. You made it worse. I didn't help. <laughs> The Alexis curse. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a uh, it's a little strange what's going on in Chicago because uh, they, they they're not as um, the the last couple of weeks they they just haven't been very 
uh, consistent. And also, they've also just kind of looked bad defensively. Yeah, they've they've been sort of spotty, and I think it's one of those things that's gonna get gonna get figured out because they they were very good, and I don't think it's like. Everyone knows what they're doing now. They've got too high a talented uh, a squad for them to sort of be quote unquote figured out. They've got skill up and down that up and down that uh, that squad up and down that first eleven. So it's going to be fine. I feel like they're going to be just fine. They've, you got to hit a rough patch anyway. And remember, MLS. It's not about the consistency. Unfortunately, it's about catching fire. Right now is when you have to catch fire. If you're Orlando, you can still turn this around. Are the if, fire going to catch fire? Yeah, or can the fire catch fire? I think the fire are on fire. No, I think the, <laughs> if not, they're going to get fired. So, <laughs> um, the, oh, uh, it was some, oh, but you know, but this loss also, uh, uh, moves them down to third place and NYCFC in second. Won, there you so go. they go to second. So there is uh, some concern. I, I, I think Chicago does not want to be in that, in that one game. Uh, playoff. I mean, I, it, it might be a little bit risky. It, who, depending on who's, uh, you know, who's in sixth place, uh, it would. Yeah, it might. It might. They might have to play Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, they might have to play Columbus again, and in that in that one game, yeah, maybe it might be at home. Uh, but like you know, sort of. Who knows? Who who wants to play Atlanta? So the first two get the bye. Third. The first third third place sixth and fourth place fifth. Yeah. So uh, you know, who wants to play? Atlanta in that in that one game playoff. That's a, especially a, in their new stadium, which looks like it's going to be a no. But it, it it will most likely be in in, in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. They, so they got they that got, would be a massive turn of events. <laughs> it was the other way around. <laughs> Chicago's in sixth. Atlanta's in third. I'd be kind of, I mean, it's not no. It's a, it's far enough where I highly doubt that will happen. Yeah. Um, let uh, let's talk about Toronto and uh, and Portland. Toronto just laid up crazy smackdown on portland and they seem to be doing this to every team they play they get, they get one of these per team <laughs> per season uh look i i think most important there's they're they're so stacked this team i think no one more no one more important no one bigger though than the way vasquez is playing right now vasquez played this match out of his mind out of his skin this is that Barcelona La Masia sort of a skill level you were expecting when he came in. Man, to St. Ricketts, you've got, you know, Javinko, obviously incredible. Uh, you know, Josie Outdoor missed missed a big one, but he, you know, he had chances and he had, he scored. I mean, this could have easily been an even bigger drubbing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was a, a bit surprised. I, I kind of expected more uh from from Jovinko, you just sort of expect uh, when you see four goals, I'm like, oh, how many? Uh, how yeah. many? Uh, oh, so four for Jovinko. Uh, yeah. But it, this was a very different game in that, like people who normally do not score were were scoring. Uh, Justin Moore got a, a brace. Uh, Victor Vasquez scores. Marky Delgado. Uh, and, but th- there there was a the the first half was uh you know was nil nil and then. The I mean these floodgates opened and and uh, uh, Caleb Porter was uh, was asked about you know uh, he was he was furious uh, obviously about this result uh, and he and I, I I'm paraphrasing but I know he said something like uh, that 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 showing that that like effort after that first goal uh, went in uh, from from Justin Morrow 
that the team just kind of, you know, he didn't say capitulated, but they, they just kind of the, the lack of effort uh, was so disappointing. And he, he was he was straight up like he, he literally said he was like, this will never happen again. Not like not on not on my watch. Yeah. yeah. Mysteries. Uh, and he was very, very frustrated because after playing that first half, you know, strong defensively, I don't know exactly what I know. The the, the first goal was kind of frustrating because um, uh, Alvis Alvis Powell. Right. He, he did get a foot on it. He got a foot on it and he couldn't, he just couldn't clear the ball uh, right. co- correctly. Uh, and it f- kind of fell at Justin Morrow's feet and he just, uh, you know, uh, blasted it in. Uh, and also, uh, uh, Jake Gleason got hurt this game. He got hurt early in the uh, in the first half. Right. So that, I th- you know, that had some effect, but like they. Sure. Even if he's just a vocal leader, that, yeah. that's a, that's a big one. But even in, in, you know, for the rest of that first half, they didn't give up any goals. They, they still looked fine. Right. Uh, but yeah, they, they. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was just like that. The the way uh, sometimes you know when you give up a first a first goal, it, sometimes it depends on how you give up the goal. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. When it's if it's like something that if it's something that could have been avoided by just like a, a smarter decision, then it, it sometimes it feels like oh like I messed up, and you get you yeah. get you just sort of you just lose your confidence for sure. And I think uh, yeah, that's just what happened with uh, with them because because when they, they the goal. By Marco Delgado, when when it, I mean, if it looked like Barcelona playing against uh, you know Hetafe and yeah. whatever, I mean, they were just pinging it around in the box. Everybody's making one twos and running around like the back line for Portland was just like, oh, I, what's going on over Wait, here? Where is it? I, it's like following a hockey <laughs> puck. Yeah, it's like guys, leave it in front of me, like a, yeah. like a like when you do a a, a magic trick for like an, a, like a puppy or yeah, a, a, like and where they're, they're like, where did it? Where did it? <laughs> it's it looking was, at you like it was just. Are you aren't you scared? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just there. Yeah. And now it's gone. <laughs> uh, the uh, Marky Delgado, I'm really excited to see because I know he was like, uh, you know, the Chivas USA and he was one of the big prizes outside of Kubo Torres. Um, I, maybe I'm, I might be mistaken. He might have been on Houston. I'm not sure. But I know he was a big, big prize. And there was a big issue about whether he was going to play for the USA or Mexico or something along those lines. I know that he, people were worried that he wasn't sort of living up to his uh, potential. Um, and he seems to be starting to sort of, uh, you know, be a lot more involved and be a lot more developed. And it's so funny, like when you put better players around someone, they become even better themselves. You know, Vasquez was sort of struggling for a large part of the season. I think he sort of figured out exactly what he needs to do within the team. And someone like Marco Delgado looks great next to him. Those two are playing back and forth like they've been playing for years. Yeah. And uh, I mean, but I mean, Toronto's just, they're just on a tear. I mean, no, there's, I mean, the, it seems super like, dangerous. Team. Seems like the only team that can get in their way is last place. DC United. Come on. <laughs> yeah. They, they, and that they drew what last week. Uh, and, and, yeah, it's so, it's so crazy. All the good teams can't beat Toronto, and the bad teams give them give them the the most trouble. And look, as much as we love Orlando, I mean, as much as we love Toronto, we plan on being at the MLS Cup this year. Please, Do Toronto not. lose. <laughs> we just Toronto lose. Any please. place that's at least maybe six degrees warmer. I mean, yeah, <laughs> just something where we can feel our toes. Okay, because apparently, as far as media is concerned, we get put out amongst the fans. So. We just anyone else. We just yeah. We want We want to have all our digits because yeah. because of the fingering we've been talking about. Right. Oh my god. We need to finger other. Uh, We're not going to be able to finger anybody. Drug, you know I mean, it's drug, so cold. We we like to finger drug traffickers. Uh, oh god, it's one of our biggest hobbies. <laughs> Uh, did you say Hosbies? I meant to say hobbies, and I did say Hosbies, and I thought, you know what? No one's going to notice because I whispered <laughs> it. But here you come. I thought, um, then when I think, of, then I saw thinking of fingering, and I'm like, I think Cosby? you want to say Cosby. <laughs> no, maybe I did. 
<laughs> Maybe I blacked out and I don't realize it. My subconscious is like, it happened to us too. Uh, Alexa, keep drinking that water. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out in the open. <laughs> so, um, let's, uh, last game we want to talk about. Uh, let's talk about NYCFCLA. We spoke about Yeah, that's right. We talked about it. I mean, look, you know, uh, big, big win. Um, probably the, well, look, we already talked about the NYCFC angle. Let's talk about LA. What is happening? Siggy Schmidt. Is he a bust? <laughs> he is. I mean, it's been, I mean, he's about to bust. He's about to burst. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know buttons on them shirts are, but what is happening? He was brought in to fix this ship. No, nah, this, this team, the team is, is, is too far is, gone. It's flawed. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, there, there's no way they're making the playoffs. There's nothing. Uh, there's no, there's no guy they're going to bring in. That's just going to like fix everything. And it, it looks worse with LAFC looming. You know, are they, are they next season or the season after? No, LAFC. the, the uh, LAFC's next season. And LAFC's coming. 2018. Right. Yeah. This is exactly what happened with the Red Bulls when NYCFC were coming in. So maybe this is good. Maybe this is one of those cleansing things. You have a new team coming in that's going to start to take away a lot of attention. You know, maybe this is what's needed for them to start to really make some tough decisions as opposed to trying to sort of rebuild, you know, on the fly. I said, I said Jermaine Jones was too old. He's not going to help. You know, you got Yella Van Dam was trying to get back to Belgium. You know, Ashley Young looks like he's pretty good. You know, like he he obviously can stay. Alison Drini, I you tell me if you're LA LA guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he's uh, he's been their best player this year. Uh, uh, you know, he 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 has, he was dealing with um, an injury that that sidelined him for for uh, for a little while. Uh, he's been he. I don't think he's at full like fitness uh at the moment right uh but also uh, you know this game against nycc is, is probably not the best example of like la not playing well they did look really good and but sean johnson was was just on another level that i mean the, the the shot the shot sure from from allison Drini like right at the net uh and and you know, and then Sean Johnson manages to like parry it uh, off like that cross. That's insane. I mean, that's that, that's that's not LA yeah. playing bad. It's just that that you 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 came you you uh, confronted a keeper that was just better that that evening. Sure, but how many how many excuses are we going to make for LA for LA Galaxy the way they've been playing? You know what I mean? LA Galaxy has not been playing well. These are the games they would have traditionally won. An incredibly far travel. Uh, team playing yeah. on the road, yeah. Because the, the last time uh, NYCFC played in Los Angeles was the was uh, in was 2015, the first year. Embarrassing five, as hell. Five one, I think. Yeah. Or five. It was five one. Yeah, they got embarrassing crushed. as hell. And here we go. I mean, you know, monster game from uh, New York. New York did not look great. New York City didn't look amazing. Now defensively, I thought uh, Emma Boateng. Emmanuel Bolton was... He's so hard to contain. He's, I mean, he's just little. He's hes like, yeah. he's just fast. And he's just like, it, it's just... Sonic the Hedgehog over there. Yeah, I mean, he's just so... Uh, uh, he's just so first step. He's like, just that first step, dude. Like, you just cannot keep up. You don't know why. Yeah, he's, and he bursts into open spaces, which is something that's really hard to sort of... As a defender, and then as everyone else around you, he takes these sort of monster first steps into these open spaces. Yeah. Who's the first one to cover him? Everyone sort of collapses to him, creates a lot of space. You see how dangerous he is. Yeah, they I, haven't been able to use him though. I, this reminds me of Akam last year. You mean they can't? They haven't been able to use Boateng? Yeah, they don't know how to use him. Like it's obviously I, not I, to the best effect. I, I would disagree. Completely. But not to the best effect. They're not winning, are they? I, I wouldn't say Chicago wasn't winning last year. They didn't make the playoffs last year. I think he's he's a he's a much he plays a much bigger role for the Galaxy this year than he did in any year prior. Uh, he's starting a lot of games. He's well, he's on, a good thing. he's on the ball a lot, and he, I, he I think he makes great decisions. I honestly think he, he's 
Next to Alessandrini, I think he's like their next best guy. Sure, but clearly that's not enough. Oh, no, without a doubt. I mean, the team yeah. is, they have so many issues. And again, I think if Jermaine Jones is one of them. Uh, even when Jermaine Jones was hurt, they don't really have, who is it? I think it's um, Garcia. Is their, their like defensive mid? Yeah. And he, he's, yeah, he's not good. He's not good no. I thought, as far as like getting the ball uh, forward. Just bringing and, that attack. And any, yeah. add, adding any uh, cr- uh, creativity. Also, do you see how angry he was when, uh, when uh, Lewis scored? When Lewis flexed on him with that little sort of flick off, and then he scored. No, I didn't see how uh, Jermaine Jones. Oh, Jermaine Jones was furious because he went in. He he, yeah, he, he left got, his feet. Yeah, he got he got and then he got flexed on. He got burned. Yeah, yeah, and then sort of when he gets up, he's still facing his own goal, mm-hmm. like opposite. So as he turns around, he sees the ball going. He turns around like what the hell? like and he's like he slaps the floor with both of his hands because he's like what else needs to be done like we're going after these guys yeah and look yeah that that first half it really looked like uh la was was gonna score first yeah for sure and and, and the two i mean it, it it is a little bit of con, of a concern for like nycfc uh that that they couldn't kind of get past la's defense and and they needed wonder goals from from two of their players but that's why you have these players but, sure i mean I, I wouldn't necessarily say that's why you have jonathan lewis right, that's why you have you, you, Villa. you don't sure, expect that yeah. but to, to jonathan's credit man uh, he's been he's been creating chances and he's the rookie the, the, you know the the first round pick for nycfc and he has been given a lot of responsibility uh, up front, you know, Rodney Wallace was hurt. He plays in the left wing and he's trying to make the most of, of those opportunities, you know, and good to, for him to be honest. I, it's like, that's a shot that Rodney Wallace probably would not take. He wouldn't take that shot. Um, uh, could he make it? Probably. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Maybe. But, 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 just, but he wouldn't take it. And, and it, and it, it, you could tell that was like, I, I got to do something. I got to show, right. I got to show the gaffer. Right, yeah, I can I, that I belong here. And one of the things he said in the post game interview, he made it all about the team, which was really cool, really important. But he also said, like, you know, I wanted to, we needed a breakthrough, and I'm just glad that we, I was able to provide that breakthrough, which I think points to what we've both been saying, which is they didn't play that well, they didn't look that great in the first half, and they needed a breakthrough, and they got it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if you haven't seen the goal, look it up. It's up for MLS goal of the week. It's incredible. Uh, he, yeah, he he gets he, he gets by Jermaine Jones, who, who slide tackles. He's uh, like at the top of the box like in uh, kind of to the left side and he, he literally gives himself like half an inch of space against the defender yeah and just uses it to send this monster curler a real a real tommy mcnamara shot yeah and it went uh above like it, it went in the center of the goal banged off the post and went in right over the, the keeper's I ran, ran off the crossbar and yeah. went in uh and and brian Rowe on both goals the the goals were so amazing that Brian Rowe looked like he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, Brian Rowe looked like they were like, "Does anybody want to play keeper today?" You know, <laughs> yeah. wanna, hey, we need a sub real quick. Yeah. Uh, Diop, get in here, man. Yeah, yeah don't worry about it. <laughs> Did, uh, like Diop is rub- rubbing off on uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Brian Rowe. Ooh, Bri- fingering and rubbing off. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, but Rowe, we're really compounding this whole thing. <laughs> the goals were so. <laughs> Avia's goal was your just, ability to just keep going uh, because I have to because why we're gonna just be is this what we're gonna be just in the gutter we're just in the gutter podcast soccer podcast we're gross everybody yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something Tropic Sound is paying attention right now okay. yeah I just imagine if, if we do do that uh, you know sometimes like when, when people are done uh, listening to the podcast like they're they're, they're they're like ears are wet I'm like oh my god what is what is going What's on this goo on my headphones <laughs> Jesus what is I don't know what this kind of New technologies, but, but I don't like this one bit. It smells weird in the room, you know. 
but yeah, uh, so LA still still uh, struggling. I don't know. I don't know what. Look, there there's no way they're making the. I mean, if you're the owner and you've got. LAFC showing up with Bob Bradley, Carlos Vela, and whoever else they can sign. Will Farrell. Will Farrell. Are you happy with Siggy Schmidt? They don't make the playoffs. Does he keep his job? Keep, I mean, keep his job. What is he going to do? Where is he going to go? That's it. Keep, <laughs> keep, 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 keep his not, job. That guy's got nowhere to go. We got to leave him there. That's not how you hire a manager. <laughs> he's not. Look, he's not. the. He has to. His job is to, you know, kind of right the ship. And th- there's no uh, better option. As far like as far as when, um, American uh, soccer coaches, I mean, you don't know that. Arena said he's only sticking around for one cycle. Maybe he comes back, no, but not next season. He's he, Arena's going to be there for the World Cup. Sure, but what I'm saying is, there's options beyond him. Yeah, but not we just have right now or after sure. at the end of this season. No, you keep Siggy and and uh, and try to sort stuff out because this is not even his team. You know, he maybe he had like some say. I don't even think he had say in Jonathan Dos Santos. I think that happened uh, when Anafo was there. Right. Uh that you know, that whole uh that whole transfer. So Ziggy's fine. Team sucks. They gotta they gonna have a bad season and uh look, it's MLS. You you're never gonna get relegated. You're get gonna a taco be, truck out there. You're gonna be there forever. So it's <laughs> no big deal. Um so yeah, so that is it, everybody. All the games we're gonna talk about today. They were, we did it all. We we talked about Rafa, we talked about we talked to Ben Sweat. Yeah, pretty much all we did. We talked about the games. I'm trying so to remember. Imagine two things. What did we talk about in the first? Uh, we oh, Kaká. Kaká. Right. Talked about FC Dallas, Rafa Marquez. We we got a lot done today. We talked about Kaká. We talked about Papu. We talked about it all. <laughs> okay, I mean it's uh, when you yeah you're looking for a, a mature and enlightened soccer conversation. You're at, you're at the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> it's just like just children are being inspired week after week from this podcast. And some class clowns like my jokes ain't that bad. This guy's doing it. Look, these guys are these guys are supposed professionals. <laughs> yeah, they, they seem semi semi uh, successful. So uh, so yeah. So thanks again for listening, everybody. There's a um a couple things. What's what's coming up for us? Is there anything Atlanta? Atlanta, uh, yeah. So this is this is official now. This is official. We're we're, we're go- not only we mentioned that we're going to be a part of the Red Clay Festival, but we're opening it up. Yeah. So we're going to be in. A, we're sorting out all of this stuff, but we're, we are going to be in Atlanta uh, the final week of September for the Red Clay Comedy Festival. And we're going to go catch the game uh, against Columbus. Yeah. So we're flying in a day early to go catch the game um, yeah. on the twenty seventh. So, so Wednesday the twenty seventh. So we're we'll going to there. So first things first, invite us to all your tailgates. Yes. Uh, Which want, people have on Twitter. Yeah, they, yeah. They people, but but we need like, yeah, I know we got a map. Like we need to map it out. I want to make sure we 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 hit all the food that's available. <laughs> it's really what I'm trying to get. It's at. a food. It's a food based yeah. uh, exploration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, food crawl. <laughs> food crawl at the, yeah, the support. Alexis, Alexis is going to be literally crawling from tailgate <laughs> to tailgate. <laughs> I will make sure I get all the. I taste all the food. Um, but yeah, we want to make sure that we we talk to all the different supporters and the fans, and we're also going to be trying to get you guys to come to the event. The yes, next day. So, so we're going to be. Uh, doing an event uh, for the Red Clay Comedy Festival. We're going to be doing a live podcast. Right. So the uh, goal right now is to get uh, a couple players. Yes, that's so, the goal. So we're, we're, we're efforting, working on that. But regardless, uh, come to this because it's going to be very fun. So we're going to get all those details out for you. But if you want to hear about it first, uh, get on our mailing list. Uh, so if you're in Atlanta fan you're just a land united fan and you're in Atlanta, you and or if you just like this podcast and you live in neighboring states yeah uh 
Come uh, come to this event, but get on our mailing list. Just go to SoccerCooligans.com. The, the mailing list thing pops up right there. Uh, and it's also on the on the right side. Uh, and put put your uh, your email down and you will be the first uh, for like for t- uh, the ticket link. Right, we're going to have discounts um, available for you guys because this is a Red Clay Festival yes. um, show. And as you know, the Red Clay Festival brings out some of the biggest names um, in, Rory, com- in comedy. Rory yeah. Scoville filmed his special last year yeah. at that, which is out now on Netflix. And it's absolutely hilarious over at the Relapse Theater, uh, which is really dope. It's sort of like the basement of an old church. Um, so there's a lot of cool shows that happen to this. These are really, really big, big shows. And this is a massive honor comedically for us. Uh, so uh, let's make sure that we um, let's make sure that we go ahead and, you know, I don't know. We'd love to have you guys come out and support. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, again, get on that mailing list uh, immediately for so, so you can get that information before anybody else. Uh, I was just I was uh, gesturing to my Apple Watch uh, oh. because uh, we just like found out Tracy over here. <laughs> Pablo Mastroeni. Uh, just got fired from the Colorado Rapids. Oh like, man, uh, coach, which is a, a big, a bit disappointing. Not a big surprise though. Yeah, they haven't. Uh, but they were in the playoffs last year. Tim Howard got hurt. You know, th- th- the results could have been very different if uh, if Tim Howard was there. Ah, very kind of. Not, I mean, not too too surprising. Uh, well, now he's got time to come to Atlanta <laughs> for the Red Clay Comedy Festival. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, w- the reason we're excited about this is because this has never been done before. Right. Nobody's really uh, ever merged uh, a, a, some sort of soccer event at a comedy festival. So, yeah, we need to prove that this is a, a good thing. Yeah. So yeah. we're super, super excited about it. And it's right g- they're they're promoting the hell out of this. But it's I feel like it's our responsibility to assure that not only do we get actual Atlanta United fans out, uh, but that we get uh, sort of like the, the soccer community represents. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think we're, we're going to do uh, everything we can to make this a very fun and unique experience. Just a just a, a soccer event at a comedy festival. Literally, no one's ever done it. It's going to be cool. So yeah, and uh, we're opening the festival. If I cannot explain to you how big of a deal that is, exactly. Uh, to open a festival usually is one of their biggest shows. So uh, yeah, come on, fans. Um, if you have friends that don't listen to this podcast but are Atlanta United fans, get them inspired to come out because it's it's going to be fun. We're going to have uh, a lot of uh, a lot of gi- we're going to do giveaways and stuff. It's going to be just it's going to be a blast. It's going to be great. Um, so that yeah, so we're really excited about that. So uh, so that yeah, that's it. So everyone, get get ready for that, and more details will be coming. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, soon about that. Yeah. Uh, but again, get on the mailing list because if you want to be able to get tickets first, because we are uh, planning to sell this out. Uh, right. So make sure you do that. And we, we may try to do sort of a VIP. Maybe the first hundred people will get like, you know, autographs. If we get, get players. Uh, f- finger. Anyway. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> finger to the caca. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. No, that's, that's not, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> gonna right? happen. We're just, just a call back to a, a sudden, joke that we made. We get a message from the promoter. That all the tickets are gone. They're completely sold out. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing, but keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> just we're going to need we're going to need a lot of rubber gloves. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, and a couple for breezes. <laughs> so uh, thank you again uh, for listening to... Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? What? Uh, very quickly, your... You, you, the meme that's been going, the Alexis meme. Oh, the screaming Alexis, the scre- shocked Alexis. <laughs> that's been kind of going uh, out of hand. I didn't expect it to go. It's on everything. <laughs> so SOCL Andrew, Jay Riddle. I mean, JB got involved in yeah. one of them. So uh, basically, we, I think we talked about it a little bit last week when you met Kaylin Carr and how excited you were. Right. But also like we were joking around about, yes. you know, playing with him and, you know, like how he always does the slow motion walk. Yes. So I was sort of pretending like there'd be a 
fanboy or fangirl, and uh, th- this video has caught complete fire. <laughs> so they, uh, you know, the, the original photo, which was taken by Nicole Hack, was obstructed right. by Kaylin Carr a little bit. So it was, they used it as a meme, but it was like, they always had to put you at an edge. Because right, I'm it, only in a corner somewhere. Yeah, yeah. so because it wasn't your full uh, face and everything. And I think it was SOCL, Andrew, who was like, could could you please just give us an obstructive view so that we can, uh, yes. we can stop so, putting them on the edges? So I found the, I, I was looking through the footage. Once again, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, I put, so I put it up and I, I gave, gave them the video and uh, oh my, I, I did not expect this. This has been... Especially Jay Riddle. Jay Riddle's been out of his mind. Let me tell you something. This dude uh, <laughs> deserves a paycheck uh, for how much effort he's been putting into this. I mean, I don't know if he has a graphic design degree or... <laughs> What's what? his team look like? He's just got a bunch of... Is he outsourcing this or is he doing it all himself? You know? <laughs> because it's... Yeah, it's, it's, he, it's, it's, he's done so many that, that I'm like, yo, I mean, dude, just clock in. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, but it's been great. They've been still so funny. I love the one. Uh, uh, one of my favorite ones was the you in 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 the jaws, in the jaws mouth. <laughs> yeah, I like that right. one, and also the one uh, of, of all the Sean Johnson saves where I keep popping up every time he has a new Abby save, a, and and Sean Johnson becomes the goalkeeper just becomes a pizza it becomes that, a pizza that's blocking all the shots. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> taken right out of my dreams, ripped right from my dream book. You know, and that you know stuff like that doesn't you know you you can't do that in like. Just five ten minutes. No, no, that's that's good. That's, that's, that's it's better t- than some of our content. <laughs> yeah, we just hired Jay Ritter as our video editor. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The guy, by the way, he does like something really professional. Like there's something like buy solutions or something. <laughs> like, I don't even. I don't even. He was posting like I usually expected to just be laying United or commenting on stuff we're doing, and he's posting about like a conference he's at. And I'm like, this is too confusing. Go back to soccer. You know, you're so like, he's like an intelligent person. You're this working is, professional. Yeah, he's an intelligent person doing this. <laughs> we're not. We're stupid people. Me and Christian, we're very dumb. Yeah. So. I'm so thank you. That's all we're yeah, saying. Yeah, we're very honored. Absolutely honored. And thank you all for taking part of that. Yeah. So that was, And we also didn't mention that me and uh, Dave Monsion, another big member of the Cooligans family, were on TV. Yes. You may have noticed Dave Monsion ripping his shirt off as Arsenal scores the final win, yeah. uh, the final goal to win the game uh, on Jeru's header. He rips his shirt off live on NBC Sports Network, <laughs> and he's showing his tattoos. He's got a white beater on. I'm yeah. pointing at it. I'm kind of in the video. He has a tattoo of like the, the Arsenal gunner, the cannon. Yeah, just, just off. Not over his heart on the other side. And... uh yeah, he's pointing at it. He ripped his shirt off. Everyone else is, uh, you know, celebrating amongst themselves. He decides to look directly into the camera, right in front of it, rips his shirt off, screams, and then he does an entire interview with NBC Sports yeah. just wearing a wife beater. <laughs> and there's only one term for that, and that's sucio. Come on, put the, guy, put the damn shirt on. He just looked like someone just stopped there. He doesn't have air conditioning, so he's hanging outside of his apartment. And someone walks by and decides to ask him a question. He's like, yo, I saw everything. It's essentially what it was like. It was yo, why you, why you want to know? Yeah, yo, I got you. I got all the, I got all the information, man. It was probably my cousin. You know, that dude, that dude trifling. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, uh, so yeah, a lot of a lot of fun stuff happened. So, Absolutely. So uh, shout outs to uh, and shout outs to Yusef for for giving it to Dave and the uh, you and Yusef because you guys were immediately screen capping this <laughs> as it was going on. So it was absolutely very necessary. It was it was absurd. Yeah, very cool. Uh, All right. So yeah, another another fun episode in the books. Uh, hopefully not too long. I think I think that was fine. Ah, it's a little under three hours. Not bad, right? <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. Uh, so thank you again for listening. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together we are the Cooligans!